What's up? This is Billy. This is Adam. And this is the King Rock Podcast. What's going on, everyone? Uh, how's it going, man? How you been, dude? Uh, good. Been better, actually. Yeah. You, now, you, now that I've kicked the COVID. Yeah, dude. You got it, bro. <laughs> I did. Uh, right, uh, right after my birthday. Damn. Oh, yeah. That's right. On the holidays. Yeah. Yeah. So we were supposed to start this uh, podcast. I wanted to start it early December, but then the holidays came. I, f- I forgot how hectic it gets, and you, know, you got to buy everyone presents and, and people you travel. Run. Yeah, and, dude. Yeah, I there's fr- so much going on. Exactly. But, but, um, yeah, we were going to, we're going to have an episode describing what this podcast is going to be about. It was supposed to be the first one, but, uh, Adam jumped on, Adam Gomez jumped on from, uh, the Dickies on the first one. And, uh, yeah, he did a good job. Yeah, it was, was cool, was man. It was, I'm glad he stuck around after all the audio problems. <laughs> but now, about that, yeah. But now I think we're good. We got this new thing. Yeah, this, this new Zoom. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how this all comes out. Uh, the last ones we did, the previous podcast, I know we had some issues with sound quality. Yeah, the so audio was not good. I kept you get getting that, a you lot get of that feedback. hollow sound yeah. sometimes. Yeah, that was that was weird. Or you get like those little like echoes, little jumps. Yeah, or just yeah, yeah, yeah. That it was it would drop out a lot because we was hooked up to the computer, so it was like latency issues. Yeah. Now we're not going to have any of those fucking problems. Yeah, this is going to be uh, some high quality product right here. I know, man. We're stepping it up. It's almost going to be professional. I know. <laughs> Let's get it. I want to crush all these other podcasts, dude. Let's do it. No, I really don't. I actually, I love a lot of the podcasts. Um, shout out to the TOTOT podcast and Adam Swinney. He's dope. Uh, fucking not Adam Swinney, dude. <laughs> no, I for, not, there's so many fucking Adams. <laughs> right. You know, growing up, I didn't know any other Adams now. you know. Really? Yeah. We had a we had a friend. We all of our friends were named Eric. We had three Eric's oh, as our friends. <laughs> There's a group of friends that I I know through another friend, and there were three Aaron's in the group. Oh wow! Uh, so there was a female. She was Aaron because yeah. That, and then there was two other Aaron, two guys. Oh, one became Buddy. One became the boy. Okay. And that's how everyone knows him as Buddy and the boy. They don't ever call him Aaron. Yeah, yeah. We had, we went by one of the Eric's was uh we called him by his last name. And then we started calling him another nickname from his last name. Okay. And then the other ones, I think we just called Eric. Yeah. If we have some, I had another group of friends. There was three girls named Val. What? Yeah. That's crazy. One of them went by Valerie, but yeah. they were all Val. So Were they all like the same age too? Right about there. Wow. There must have been like, I know there's a song called Valerie. Yeah. I can't remember who did it though. Um, oh, geez. Not yeah, uh, Elvis point. Costello or something. No, not no, 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 no. no. Um, shit, let me look that up because now it's gonna bug me. I hate when this kind of stuff happens because I know I'm the kind of person podcast. That, and I'm, then when you listen to the podcast, you're like, "Hey, idiot! It's <laughs> right? this fucking song, dude." I'm because I'm one of those guys that if I don't know, it's gonna bug me. Oh, same here. And it's gonna be, it's gonna be just sticking in my head, and I'm gonna be trying yeah. to talk about something else, and it's gonna pop in and. Like shit, we've we've moved past that topic. We could have just computer. Who sings the song Valerie? Mark Ronson. Oh, there you go. Uh, yeah. Whatever. There's, there's probably been a few songs. Named yeah, there's Valerie. a bunch of songs called Valerie. But I know what song you're talking about. Yeah, it's a good song. It is. Yeah, I like it. That's cool. That's but probably now I, can, now I can stop thinking about who sings. Yeah, it. maybe it was that era too, and then. 
And then that song came they're, out, and then everyone was starting naming their. Yeah, they were like, "Oh, that's a good song." Well, that's the like thing. That. Like names tend to follow trends, you know. They, yeah, when the they totally do. Like when the Twilight movies came out, the num- number of girls named Bella jumped up dramatically, <laughs> yeah. and boys named Edward and Jacob. Yeah, you know things like that will, for some reason, have an influence on on parenting, parenting, naming their kids. I had no idea what that movie was about, and then I rented it, and I was, and I was like, "Oh, there, uh, it's getting a lot of like." Everyone's checking it out. It's it's super popular. So I, I, I was like, I'll go rent it. And I start. I was like, yeah, it's not bad. And then they started like jumping through the trees. And I was like, this is the <laughs> dumbest shit I've ever seen. I, I actually read the first book. Um, wow. Back when that stuff was first coming out, the yeah. girl I was seeing at the time, she got a copy of it from a friend of hers. sucker, dude. Well, I, I asked him, like, well, what's this about? She's like, oh, you know, vampires and whatever. I'm like, okay, that sounds kind of interesting. Yeah. You know, she didn't give me much more details than that. So I'm like, all right, once she finished the book, I started reading it. And about a third of the way through, I'm like, wow, this really sucks. <laughs> but I, I didn't want to stop reading it because like, I'm like, well, maybe it gets better. Uh-huh. You know, if, if I stop now like, and it does get better, I'm going to be like, oh, shit, that's it. But I, I sat there. I powered through the book. and uh, That's what I'm I did like, with the wow, first movie. I was, was like, I'm going to power through this, dude. And by the time I finished it, she had read the second and third books. Oh, and she's like, I've got the other ones you want to read. I'm like, nope, I'm done. I, that first one was more than enough for me. Wow. I had a friend named Dom that was, he did the same thing. Like his chick was into it. So he was like, Team Edward or whatever. <laughs> I was like, oh no, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm team, uh, you know, meteorite. Yeah. <laughs> Just I was hoping something was going to crash into the, into the city and kill them all. Man, it's about like a thousand year old vampire that's love, that loves like a 16 year old or something. Well, and some of the stuff happens in the later books and movies. It just gets really weird. Like the, the werewolf like basically calls no. dibs on their daughter. And it's wow. like her, a newborn. He's like, I'm marking her. It's like, that's kind of creepy shit, man. That is creepy. There's a lot of red flags going on <laughs> right? in that shit. So right on, man. So how was COVID, dude? How d- Honestly, well... You know, I had to confer with my with my experts, you know, Joe Rogan and Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> because they obviously know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, honestly, it, it felt like a cold. Okay. You know, not even a bad cold. It just like a normal everyday cold. Yeah. Well, that's well, because you got all the vaccinations. And I all got the vaccines. Shit. I got that's the booster. Good, yeah. I think that helped a lot with it. That's um, what people don't understand. Their, 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 their argument is like, oh, well, you still can transfer the thing. Yeah, no shit. Right. But yeah, you, you're did. not going to die. Exactly. You know, and that's what they're for. The, you know, the, the hospitalizations, the number of cases that are, you know, landing people in the hospitals that are killing people. Ninety nine percent of those people are unvaccinated. Yeah, that's that's the thing. The people that are vaccinated. Yeah, you're still going to get it in, in, in the early days, like when the Delta variant was still around. You know, you talk about the breakthrough cases, the people that are vaccinated that are still getting it. But again, they weren't getting very bad cases. Of exactly. It. You exactly. know, with this and as the virus is mutating, it's getting around the, the, the vaccines. It's, you know, you're still going to get sick. Unfortunately, it's going to happen. Yeah. But you're going to have a much better chance of getting through it without uh, too much trouble. Apparently, there's a choking hazard from Aaron Rodgers got. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. Uh, I, I fucked that. I butchered it. But uh, I, uh, my, there, I know this comedian named Bill Gibran, and he, he, he blasted that <laughs> yesterday. Man, I fucking laughed for like a half an hour, dude. <laughs> that shit was funny. We went and saw, um, we were supposed to go see Jeff Ross. Yeah, I remember you the other night. About he that. canceled. He canceled. Well, the excuse was like he canceled because Bob Saget died and they're good friends. Yeah. And then we went and saw, or we, uh, my my wife saw that um, he he was like opening for Dave Chappelle in Paris. <laughs> like wow, that night or something, or the night after. Uh, I so I was like, oh, I guess he got over it pretty quick. Yeah, it sounds like it. I 
I get that. I mean, the death of Bob Saget, you know, especially to his really close friends like that. Yeah. Jeff Ross was, they were really good friends. And yeah, totally. you're going to feel that one for a bit, especially going back to work, doing the stuff he was doing. I couldn't imagine going back to work and making jokes after that. Like, no, you're, it's going to take some time. Yeah. I, I actually was friends with Bob Saget's wife on Instagram for like a long, before she got married to him. Okay. And like, she was just like a blogger on like Instagram and in the Pasadena like area. Stuff. Yeah. And then I was like, and when I was in Pasadena, I was just checking it out, you know, mm-hmm. and I was, I, and then I like, it was like years later and it was like, she's like, I'm getting married to Bob Saget. And I was like, well, that's, <laughs> that's random. Totally crazy. But good for you. Congratulations. Yeah. I didn't, well, sucks now, but yeah, that sucks, dude. Bob Saget, Louis, and- Louis Anderson was my, like one of my first favorite comedians. He was, he was the first comedian I ever saw live. That's cool. Uh, my parents got some free tickets to a show. Yeah. I want to say like back at the Greek theater or universal amphitheater. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, that was like I was young, so I didn't get all the humor. But you yeah. know, there was stuff that I that I caught that I was laughing my ass off. Dude, he's he's such a professional, man. Like yeah. I feel like, and there wasn't a lot of stand ups at the time when he started that were that had like that same kind of stand up routine. Mm-hmm. Like, and then everyone started following. Like more more people were just telling jokes, and he would tell like more. He started like stories yeah. a little bit more than more. And that's the thing you, you got to have something to stand apart from everybody else because everyone, yep. you know, anybody can sit up there and tell jokes. Not yeah. everyone's going to be good at it yeah but the idea of just standing up there and telling jokes as opposed to telling stories or telling life experiences and, and putting a comedic twist on it you know everyone's got to have something that you know sets them apart just to get noticed at least totally yeah i yeah i like the, i like the comedians that tell stories a little bit more than you know just the joke tellers i remember watching life with louie the cartoon series oh yeah i remember yeah. that i remember that as a kid too <laughs> ah <laughs> yeah that guy like he had a distinct voice, you know. He yeah. uh, he was an entertainer. That guy was awesome. He was hilarious, dude. That one it, that one hit me kind of hard. The Norm Macdonald one hit me pretty good. Yeah, I liked Norm Macdonald because I was always like, I went and saw Dirty Work in the theater. I saw what <laughs> the other movie he did in the theater. Um, like the stuff he did with Adam Sandler. Yeah, know, man, he did a lot of stuff. You know, and I was always a huge fan of his. And me and like uh, one of those Eric's that I was telling you about, like he got me, like he was like tell me back in the day how like genius he was and that's when i got into him like way early man like when it you know like saturday night live yeah. and all that he had some great stuff on saturday night live uh so good uh, his bob dole impression always got me <laughs> yeah burt reynolds dude come <laughs> yeah, on man that's like the greatest burt, yeah, celebrity jeopardy with burt reynolds yeah uh so good there's there's so many great comedians that that have seemed to have gone way too early oh yeah way too early bill hicks yep um Oh, that guy with the long hair. Uh, uh, Mitch Hedberg. Mitch Hedberg. Yeah, I loved Hedberg. Uh, Phil He's Hartman. Great. Oh, dude. Sam Kinison. Dude, Phil Hartman was so great. Yeah, I loved Phil Hartman. He was like the, he was like, when he was acting too, like he, he was so good. Like he could play any, he was such a good like character actor. He was. Like Char, like he reminds me of Charles Grodin a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. But like even funnier. Funnier. Dude, that guy well, was just Well, Charles funny. Grodin, like they had different, like, Gordon was very deadpan and he, he was great at that. He was the best. And Phil Hartman man. could do that, but yeah. Phil Hartman was also, he had range. Yeah. Phil Hartman to me was like, he was like Charles Gronin, but like, you're like, okay, he's being silly. Like he's <laughs> just being silly. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Hilarious dude. He's, he still does. He still is responsible for one of my favorite SNL skits from back in the day. Yeah. The unfrozen caveman lawyer. Oh my God. <laughs> that was a good one. That was one of my favorites. Man. 
Yeah, there's there a lot of a lot of. It seems like comedians don't make it long, dude. A some, lot of, I mean, you get some to do. I'm Sam Kinison is another one. Oh, like yeah. Carlin had a good long run. Oh yeah, Carlin. Yeah. Prior Prior had a pretty long run too, but yeah. You know, he had a lot of problems, and then he 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 really fell off at the end. He kind of you know Chappelle to me is kind of falling off to me. I haven't seen I haven't seen his latest his last few specials his Netflix yeah. stuff. I've seen like I saw part of one of friend of mine was watching it when I went over there. Yeah, and it I got I laughed a few times here and there, but it yeah. wasn't. I it wasn't I wasn't like I and I think we were talking about this the other night. And I think it's because he his writers just aren't the same anymore. Yeah, like dude, look at his writers before mm-hmm. yeah, Bill he, Burr. Yeah, fucking um, Neil Brennan, um, the guy Paul Mooney who wrote for <laughs> Chappelle. Yeah, those are three legends. And Mooney's gone, so they yeah. yeah. I, I think that's what ha- like I don't know, man. It's just he's not the same. He's trying to make a like. He's trying to make like a point. I don't think I don't think he things. was ever the same since he left, left the Chappelle show. I think so too. When he took that sabbatical and he came he back, he's like a later, completely he, different person. Yeah, I mean, good for him for you know growing and changing and yeah. whatever. But you know, I, I think his his comedy suffered a bit for it. Yeah, I think so too. And I think that's I mean, that's cool. And I think um, and I like how he's trying to be kind of um like a leader in some way, you know, like he's trying to talk, he's trying to, you know, he's just trying to make a lot of points, dude. And it's like it, it, either make points, dude, or do comedy. I mean, you, if you can, ma- if you can marry the both of those together and do a better job, like, yeah, because I feel like he's, it's, he's like Lincoln park to me. He's, he sucks at rock and he sucks at rap right now. And he's trying to put them both together <laughs> and it makes it even worse to me. I'm like, dude, yeah, I do I get one that. good or something. I don't know. Because I haven't laughed at like a couple of his specials now, and it's not—I yeah. don't care about the controversy stuff. No, I love man. dark humor, and I love all oh, that yeah. kind of shit. And you know, I don't—I don't have a problem with what he said. You know, there are people like I've read some stuff. You know, talking about how if you don't have a problem with it, you're part of the problem. Yeah, or you're saying it's just—it's just comedy that's kind of gaslighting the whole. Yeah, the whole thing. And I can see from that point of view. I understand people that want to see it that way. At the same time, I think he's doing a bit. He's he he's an entertainer, you know. Yeah. Whether or not you're acting or singing or painting or something, you're gonna have opinions or you're gonna do something that's not gonna sit well with some people. Are gonna offend other people, but that doesn't necessarily say that that's who he is. Exactly. I think I think the the problem I have that it's like he come out. He's coming out and he's trying to make points on stuff, but he's not really like pro something you know he's like he's kind of like dancing around everything he's not really like this he's, is this he's playing limbo with the line yeah 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 he's like i don't want to get canceled and i want to get canceled it's it's so weird dude and i don't really believe in this cancel culture shit it's been going on for hundreds of years yeah. they say this every time like a new like they said this when blackface happened they were like oh now you can't now you can't joke about anything they said this when equality you know like it's just been going on and on and on. It's and like my, my issue with that is the people that want to cancel everybody because of them saying something that you don't that you don't like. Yeah, you know, you are allowed to have an opinion that differs from mine. Yeah, but at the same time, I shouldn't want to get. You, I shouldn't be able to have you silenced, fired from your job, you know, exiled from your industry because I don't like your opinion. Yeah, and that seems to be the big problem nowadays. That's that's where a lot of this stuff seems to come from. When they're talking about canceling somebody for committing a crime, yeah, you know, like your your Cosby's, your Weinstein, 
Like that, I can kind of understand. Like, see, but that's the only thing predator. I see getting canceled. Like, nobody yeah. else is really getting canceled. Like the like Louis C.K. He was jacking off in front of women, like yeah. locking the doors and just and, yeah. rubbing one out. And now he's he's making a comeback. Yeah, and, and he didn't get canceled. Like, yeah, he went away for a while. He got all of his shows; they're gone. Mm-hmm. But like, right, I I feel like rightfully so. Like, you fucked up, dude. I, like, yeah, I look at like James Gunn uh, when he got fired from Guardians of the Galaxy three mm-hmm. for ten year old tweets, some really bad jokes that he made yeah. that he he owned ahead of time. He he apologized for those years before he got fired. Yeah, you know, and what happens? Warner Brothers snatches him up to make a movie. Disney hires him back to make another movie. So, yeah, he didn't really get canceled. He got, you know, sidelined for a little bit. But yeah, that's why I don't really believe in this cancel culture phenomenon. I think it, I feel like it's a it's a right wing talking point. Like they're like, oh, look at the left. They're so woke. And then like they're canceling everybody. They're not going to let you guys say anything. I, I, I think both sides are really kind of, you know, doing this thing. You know, you get the left that that gets up in arms when somebody says something. Yeah. And when they're making a point like, oh, I can't believe they said this, and the right side's like, oh, they're canceling this person. So it's, it's a cycle that's just it kind of feeding itself. It is, and it's... Because one side does something, the other side reacts to it, yeah. and then the, the first side goes back and says, no, no, this is, and it's just out of hand. It's gotten to the point where you can't say anything anymore. Like You have to be careful. Like You have to pick your words. I, I agree with that, but I'm like, I've seen comedians make jokes about other races or you know, um, gay people or whatever. I mean, you know, like, and, and it just has to be a good joke, dude. It can't be like, you can't just be a dick about well, yeah, it. Yeah. There's I think that's like, the you know, problem. Some people, but like, there's always going to be somebody, no matter what you, it's going to be offended by, you know, even if it's a joke, even if it's, they're kind of praising See, people get offended by every, people joke. get offended by yeah. everything. You like know? even like the fat joke stuff, like that was a, now that's kind of a thing. Yeah. And it's like, dude, I don't know. Like, yeah. We, we should definitely be able to joke about everything. But I, the thing with like Chappelle and he was talking about trans mm-hmm. everything, it's like I see the outrage because it's like, you know what, dude, we're trying to go through this shit right now where we're all trying to accept everybody. And this should have happened a long fucking time. This should, of course. This should have never this happened. Never, exactly. This yeah. has never been an issue. So, But now it's like Chappelle comes out and says some shit. He's like the biggest comedian of all time. And it's like, dude, just shut the fuck up already. Like, you know, like. Well, and then when the controversy happened and he just kind of kept feeding it. Yeah. And it's like, dude, and you're, I get it. You're standing up for your craft and you should. And you shouldn't have to stand up for it because it should, you know, whatever. Well, the, well there's, there's standing up for it. And then there's like doubling down on the, on the yeah, humor itself. Like true. what he was doing. Like, you know, when the people that, when some of the employees at Netflix wanted to have that sit down with him. Yeah. And he told them like, okay, like tell you what, you know, you guys contact my people. And also you have to say that, you know, Hannah Gadsby's not funny. Yeah. Like, okay, that might have been going a step too far. Yeah. You know, that didn't, that was unnecessary. Totally. It's just, I don't know, man. It's this cancel call. I, I, I've been listening to a lot of Marin. I listen to Mar- Mark Marin more than anyone. I've, mm-hmm. I've listened to every one of his podcasts. And he's, he went through this whole thing of like where he's talking about like cancel culture's bullshit. And I totally agree with him. I was agreeing with, I, I figured that out before I heard him say anything. And he, he brought like a, um, like this comedy, like historian on, mm-hmm. and was like, "Dude, this is ha- this has been going on forever. Like this, this cancel culture thing keeps it's and what it is, it's the comedians that can't. They have like this shtick of like shitting on people, yeah. And then when they can't do that and they can't be creative to, you know, find like something else. find enough something else to like joke about, then they cry that it's cancel culture and they can't say what they want. But it's like you can, 
you could still say what you want, but people, like people, people probably won't listen to you. Yeah, you might not be people come to your shows because exactly. they don't want to hear that kind of stuff. And that's not cancel culture. That's that's just it's people not wanting to hear that same bull. Like, dude, I love when people make fun of other people, dude. I love yeah. it. I like roast shit. Oh yeah, yeah. I love it, but it's like, dude, how many times are you guys gonna make fun of Caitlyn Jenner, dude? Or not Caitlyn Jenner? What? Yeah, Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah, Caitlyn. Yeah. It's like how many times? It's like that was a joke every fucking night. Yeah. And it's like a Trump joke, dude. It's like, fuck, man. I can only it's, hear it's so many Trump jokes. It's hanging fruit. It's, you know, it's the least common denominator. Like, that's one of those things. Like, it's so easy that everybody can do it now. Yeah, and it's like, to and me, it wasn't it was, like none of the jokes were even funny. It was like, dude, you're making fun of someone who did something very brave. Yeah. And like, well, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I, yeah, that's... The, as much as I hate the Kardashians and all that shit, too, like, they're a joke, but... Like uh, I don't know. I, I can't blame. I can't necessarily blame him for. Well, I can. I guess for two of them. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, not all of them are his. Um, you mean her? You're correct. Dude, My bad. You trying to get us canceled? <laughs> We're canceled on the second episode, folks. It's it's, it's one of those good. things. Like it's so easy to, you know, it's for, a, it, for the lot for the for most of my life. Yeah. Bruce Jenner. Yeah. You know, Olympian. Exactly. Bruce and. How many jokes are you going to make about him not having a dick anymore? Like, oh, I get it. Yeah. I get it. And and it's just like, you know what? I And I watch a lot of like Bobby Lee podcasts too. And um, Bobby Lee had Stephen uh, Yuen and um, David Cho on uh-huh. recently. And it was like Bobby Lee had been um, trying to get on this like stop Asian hate campaign. Okay. But they won't let him on because oh, <laughs> he's just like. He's just kind of a crazy dude, and I think they just don't know where he sits, you know? Yeah. But they came on, and they were telling him, like, what a influence he was to because he was on Mad TV. Like, before him, there was, like, nothing. Yeah. And now, you know, they had him to look up to, and that was cool. And then they were talking about how, you know, Stephen Wynn was like, or Ewan was like, I don't take the role of the Asian man where he has to have the Asian accent. And yeah. like, why do we have to do that anymore? And and Bobby Lee was like, shit, I still take those roles. And, <laughs> and he like he jokes about that all the time. But it's like, and maybe that's why they don't want him on the campaign because he still jokes about that kind of shit. And he doesn't, maybe. you know, it's like whatever. He's a comedian, dude. Like, yeah, it's you know, I I think having people that are recognizable, yeah. anybody that wants to support a campaign should be able to. Yeah, you know, maybe not necessarily be the face of it. But, you yeah. know, work behind the scenes or at least do something. If somebody wants to help, especially something like Stop AAPI Hate, like that's that's yeah. just horrible. It's you know? insane, dude. And the, the, the cool thing that I took away from that, too, was like how it's like, dude, yeah, man, like stop taking those roles. And then like, but hopefully that'll go like this will go away and we could have. I think part of the problem is you have to stop writing these roles. That, too. You know, that that's the first step. Yeah. You know, when you have you know, white people writing yeah. Asian roles and they're basing on stereotypes and stuff that they know you're going to get these kinds of characters. Exactly. You know, that's why there's this, this big push for... Somebody's going to take the role. Somebody's going to take the role. Somebody needs that money. Somebody needs that money. Somebody wants that fame. People and, will do anything for fame. And, and now you've got enough, you know, actors in the industry of Asian descent that can play these roles. And so, you know, you look at I me... Mean, <laughs> Look at like the short circuit movies where you had a oh, white yeah. guy play an Indian yeah. character in two movies <laughs> yeah. because there was no Indian actors they could get at least you know probably not to work cheap enough or that they that could have done well enough for that role so like something like that today yeah. should not happen yeah it shouldn't happen at all and, and thankfully you don't see too many stories like that anymore you get some some random ones you know but nothing quite as offensive as that would be nowadays yeah see I like that they're I love that they're doing. 
you know, I hate when they have to do the accent, uh, anyone, you know, like, I'm like, why, dude, why do they have to, the Indian guy, Yeah, the Indian guy is like the one who always has to do the accent, dude. And I, growing up, one of my best friends was Indian and it was like, we would always be like, fuck, dude, <laughs> like, why, why does he have to do that? And then we would do the accent to each other all the time as like a, as yeah, a joke, but um, it's like, I, I like, I like that they're stopping to do that, but I also hate how their every new show has to have everybody in it yeah there's you know i get the idea of diversity but yeah you know forced diversity forced diversity is pretty it's like just as racist as racism is yeah it's, you know, it's, it's just like kind of kind of in my opinion say, yeah i mean if it works for the story or, or if it if it's organic yeah. that's fine but if it feels like they're kind of shoving something down your throat yeah then it it, it kind of lessens the impact of what it's supposed to be exactly and i man i fucking love hearing all these like you don't hear these stories anymore like now we're hearing all these like aziz had his own show master of none and it was Mm -hmm. great to see like that's what a indian man does now you know like that's not he's not like walking around tucker tucker you know (laughs) like i'm running this fucking circle k and shit like yeah exactly you know and that's the thing you these the all the different races have been here long enough now that they're not the stereotypical stuff anymore. You, you know, exactly. You don't think of, you know, Koreans as, as only running convenience stores yeah. or in, you know, the Indians as only running like seven 11s and stuff like that. You know, they, they've, they've made lives for themselves here. They've yeah. gone to school. They've opened businesses. They're, you know, leaders of industry, you know, put some of these people in these roles or write some of these roles for this, for stuff like that to show just how far they've come in this country. Yeah. And you know, what's funny is like, I've always understood this. I've always, you know, I've always understood like we need to see more diversity, blah blah mm-hmm. blah. Well, I started watching the Chai, the Shy. Okay, uh, you know the on Showtime, right? Yeah, and um, I'm watching it, and it's an all black show. Yeah, like, and it's dude, incredible. One of the best shows I've ever seen in my life. Nice. Like, I would probably put it top three. Okay, wow. And um, I'm watching it, and I'm probably like season whatever, the, like the last season. I get to it, and I'm just like man, there's like no white people in it. And I'm like, I did, and I didn't realize it. I didn't notice it. But by the, that time I'm like, Oh, I wish there was a white guy in it, you know, or like, and then I'm like, what am what are you saying? Like, and then I was like, this is how other people feel all the time. And I was like, I already know this. Yeah. I'm already empathetic to that. And it's like, even me watching that show. And I couldn't imagine, like, imagine, there's just been white shows forever. Well, I mean, we've grew up in a time where for pretty much everything entertainment wise, movies, TV shows yeah. and whatnot, it's been predominantly white. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then I, unless you're, unless you're seeing a movie from another country, yep. you know, anything, pretty much anything made in, in this country up until the last like decade or so was predominantly white. And yeah. there's still a lot of stuff that is predominantly white these days. You know, we're getting more and more representation of the Asian American community, the African American community, the the LGBT yeah. community. So it's great. It's, good. it's yeah. great. I really, dude. I'm telling you, that show is so fucking good. I'm so, I'm so lot, far behind on. I've on seen stuff. so many shows this <laughs> this last year. I've think, I've seen like every show. Wow. Yeah, I'm I'm so far behind on some on some of my watching. Yeah. Well, let's get to some punk rock, dude. Definitely. I think we're already like yeah. half an hour in. <laughs> People are like, "What is this a punk rock show or what?" It's hey everyone. This isn't really. This is a punk rock show for the most part. Uh, it's a punk underlying theme 
blah 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 but uh two punks talking about everything else yeah exactly and then but i'm gonna have like comedians on here i want to talk to a lot of people so uh we're gonna have we're gonna try to get just a of a plethora, if you will, of <laughs> great word. Um, different. Yeah, well, I wanted to have it on the soundboard. <laughs> like I wanted to hit that. <laughs> um, maybe next time I'll have it and I could say it again. But um, yeah, I want to have a, a total variety of um, just everyone on here and talk to everyone. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, it's a great idea. You know, be, again, talking about diversity. Yeah, know, not just punk rock. You know, comedy and whatever else we can get. Yeah, I love comedians, dude. Like, I I love comedy so. I think I might I might attempt stand up maybe uh-huh. like in the next year. Or so I don't know, dude. I've been I've been contemplating it for about three years now. Oh, uh, actually, I've been contemplating it my whole life, <laughs> but like seriously, like in the last three years. Wow. Because my wife was like, for your fortieth birthday, we're gonna I'm gonna do a roast. Like we're gonna have all your <laughs> friends roast you and shit. I was like, no. <laughs> and she's all yeah you could do like a 10 minute thing and i was like a 10 minute set and i was like no <laughs> i can't i just not comfortable enough yeah I like to get up in front of people to do oh it yeah that. no it's it's i mean getting up in front of anybody is, is always difficult like i i've had trouble with that almost all my life yeah you know, same going here. back like school projects when i had to get up in front of the class and show something like i hated that dude i i'm terrified i have it's crazy because i've always been the class clown like yeah. the, I, but i can make jokes from the back <laughs> You know, like whatever. I I probably would have had as much of a problem with that kind of stuff if, you know, I was allowed to drink in middle school. But, you know, it's it's usually not allowed. They kind of frown on that. See, I could get up and play bass in front of, but when I have to get on the mic. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I think, you know, playing bass, you know, you're there, but you're not the center of attention. Yeah. So that's different. But when you're on the mic, when you're especially doing stand up, like, there's nobody backing you. They're There's just, it's just you it's just and you. an audience. Yeah. So that, that is a whole different experience. Yeah. I'm going to try it. I've been like taking notes on like some jokes here and there. So I got, I got some stuff, but I've got a friend that does some stand up work here and there. Oh, I got a ton of them. Yeah. I, my friend died. He, well, we were going to start a band last year after not it broke up. Or I, he, I was actually going to have him come in and drum for not it. Okay. And yeah. I remember he, you telling me about that. Yeah. Guy. And then yeah. he died, dude. It was fucking horrible. So, but yeah, like, and I, yeah, I know, I know a couple other people too, man, that, um, if I wanted to, I could probably hit them up and be like, Hey man, can I do a set or something? Yeah. Or at least direct me. How do I do this? Blah, blah, blah. Or, you know, show them something and get some feedback to see, you know, see what's working. Yeah. What's not. Yeah. yeah. I was, I want to write. I could, I could, I was thinking about being a writer too. Okay. Then I'm like, I don't, you have to really do it to understand, I think mm-hmm. to write stand up jokes. Well, yeah. I mean, Writing a joke is one thing, but hearing a reaction to it, because yeah. you, you could write it and think, that, God, this is the funniest thing I've ever written. Exactly. But, you know, you tell it to a group of people and crickets. And it's and you could set, tell it to different sets of people and they'll think it's yeah, like some yeah. groups of people think it's funny, some won't. Yeah, it depends on the kind of sense of humor they have. Yeah. We just, we, like we we saw that show in, um, at the Brand Improv, so it was like Orange County. Yeah. We were like, dude, nobody's wearing masks, yeah. nothing. And then like when the comedians talked about it, they got booed a little bit. And I was like, "Fuck, this is crazy! Like, this is this this is California, but it's a whole different." Well, jumping into the punk rock vein for a second, yeah. kind of in, in line with what you're talking about. Uh, when I saw No Effects at Punk in the Park, yeah, you know, this is in Orange County. Oh yeah, and um, first of all, Fat Mike was talking about cancel culture a little bit. Um, okay, because he made a joke. He's like, he's like, yeah, look at all you fucking people out here without any masks on. You know, no vaccine, shit like that. He's like, you know, 
it's funny to think for like 25 of you, this is the last show you're ever going to see. Oh, wow. <laughs> you hear a lot of laughing and you hear from Greece, but like, and he's like, what, are you going to cancel us again? <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's a good segue, dude. Yeah. So, yeah. So that was one of the shows we went to. Yeah, that was one, that one of them. Um, well, you went to the whole weekend. You had an extra ticket and you asked if I could go and I was like, fuck yeah. Yeah, you, you went on the Saturday. Yeah, that was a good show, man. That yeah. was fucking crazy. Yeah, that was, yeah, I mean, 2021 is actually a decent year for, for I mean, at least for me, like, as yeah. far as I'm concerned, like I got to go to a lot of good shows that year. Yeah. You followed the whole bad cop tour. Yeah. So starting in August, actually that was even my first shows that year. There was a couple shows in April um, Okay, at Alex's bar. Um, one weekend it was the ladies of fat records. Okay. So it was Jen pop, Brenna oh, okay. and Lynn doing acoustic shows. That's cool. And oh then, yeah, fuck it, man. And then a couple weeks later, it was Stacy D and Black Dahlia. Oh yeah, that was hilarious. That's cool. Yeah, Black's a fucking riot. <laughs> yeah, dude. He's great. <laughs> um, yeah. Then from there, we jumped to August, where the Bad Cop tour, a little four four stop tour. Yeah, that was cool, man. Yeah. So you and I drove out to Arizona. Yeah. To see the first night of that show, um, that was great. Um, I'd never been. I'd never actually seen a show in Arizona before. Yeah. You know. I yeah. Don't, it's fun to get out to it go is. to other. Really I'm is. addicted to it now. Yeah, I've I've traveled now for I think what three shows. But considering that I really just got back into the the concert scene in what, 2019. Yeah, going to shows again. You know, I'd say that's not not bad. Um, there'll be time for some more traveling. Um, yeah, I might do it again later this year. Yeah, dude, I was one, I didn't know if you wanted to go. I got two well, tickets to Jawbreaker. I, I gotta I gotta see about get. Uh, we'll we'll talk about like. Cause I'll need to get some time off work for that. Yeah, it's like it's, it's like a good it's, four days. It's like a Thursday night show too, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, figure a couple days off before, maybe after. Um, yeah, it's a two day drive at least because it's fourteen hours. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we drove back from from Denver in a day. Okay, my friend and I. I mean, yeah, it's doable. Yeah, it's well, definitely doable. We, we left at like seven in the morning. Yeah, uh, got back around midnight. Okay, one a.m. See, I'm down for that kind of stuff too. Yeah. See, I'm down for that kind of shit too. But so I'm like, that, and I'm also know. thinking the um, Punk and Drublick show in Arizona. In Arizona, I think I'm going to go to that because that out of the three or four that they announced, I think that's got the best lineup. Yeah, it's got Venomous, right? Yeah, Venomous, Last Gang, No Effects, Me First. I think uh, shit, I don't remember who else is playing. Lagwagon yeah. might be there. Okay. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. Yeah, that one's I th- like I said. That one's got the best, in my opinion, the best lineup of the other ones. Like I know. Pennywise is yeah. playing a couple of the other shows. I love um, Pennywise, dude. Yeah. I think Face to Face is playing one of them. That's cool, dude. That's like probably my favorite band. Yeah. It's between them and Bad Cop, Bad Cop. Yeah, Bad Cop uh, definitely up in my, my top three right now. Yeah, for sure. Although like I've been getting into some new stuff lately from because of shows I've seen and people I've talked to that have been yeah. you know telling me about some stuff. Um I've been on a big Frank Turner kick. Yeah, he dude. I um I never really listened to him before, uh, until they did that No Effects crossover. Yeah, well that's that's what because I have a friend of mine that's been into him that's been listening to him for years. Yeah, and he's been telling me like, oh, you got to check out Frank Turner. You're like, you'd really like this stuff. And I never did until that that album came out. I didn't uh, even like that album. There's there was some good songs in there. Like some of the like I didn't like all of it. Yeah, not all the covers worked for me, but there were definitely some good ones. There were some it. good ones. Yeah, I feel I just felt like uh, the production of it was like it, it, was it, like, it seemed like a little rushed. It was so clean and yeah. good to me. It was clean and good. I don't like clean and good. <laughs> not when it comes to punk rock. You no, I don't like. Kind of want some dirty. Yeah. For um, sure. 
but yeah, from there I started listening to more of his other stuff and yeah. I came across a song of his that I absolutely love. Uh-huh. A song called Get Better. Okay. Which is uh, for me that kind of became like my mental health anthem. Okay. Um when I had I was going through a really bad time and that song came on at just the right time. Yeah. And it helped turn things around for me. That's how um I was with um Broken by yeah. Bad Cop Bad Cop. Mm-hmm. I heard that the first night they played it, and I went to see them in Arizona when they opened it. And Stacy was like, "I'm playing the new songs tonight," and I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> like I haven't, you know, it was before the album came yeah. out and everything. And she, she, she once she played that song, I was crying, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, certainly. And I was like, that to you. I was like, "Am I crying in this fucking?" I know nobody. I, I was cool because it was like nobody around that I knew. Mm-hmm. It was in Arizona, so I was like, yeah. "Whatever, dude." I'm <laughs> not gonna see any of these people again. Yeah, I'll cry. I don't give maybe a, a couple of them. You see the girls in the band, but yeah. Um, the other band I've been into, and I I saw them at Punk Rock Bowling, and I I since I didn't know any other music, I I wasn't really sure what they were playing. Yeah. But when I started listening to some of their stuff on playlists as it was coming up where I could actually listen to their stuff, uh-huh. I realized how much I really like this band, and that's a Streetlight Manifesto. Oh, yeah, they're great. Yeah. like They're great. I get a little... Um, they get a little played out for me if I listen to them too much. They're, they're, they're like one of the only bands that, like in punk rock, that I can't... I can only listen to like maybe an album, and then that... like Yeah, there, well, there are certain songs that I can, I can put on repeat. Yeah. But like, yeah, listening to an album, because, you know, it, it does... It, they're fast, and they've got that horns, and it, it sounds... Similar going across the whole album, which yeah. is fine because you know you want that. If you like that sound, it's it's great. They're really good. Yeah, they're really fucking good. And their records are fucking expensive. Are they? <laughs> yeah, I've been Shit. trying to buy some of them. And like I was looking at their first album, everything goes numb. And uh, like lowest price I saw was one hundred and fifty bucks. Holy fuck! Yeah, I saw one for like three hundred on eBay yesterday. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not gonna get that one for a while. Dude, that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. That's a lot of fucking money. What's the most you ever spent on a record? Um, with like shipping, probably like ninety bucks. Damn, that's that's kind of up there. It was up for there. it was for um, I think it was for the Fat Record Store exclusive uh, Warriors. Bye-bye. Oh wow! Oh nice. Because yeah, there's only like a hundred of those. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to get there was a couple of test pressings I wanted to buy before, and I just didn't pull the trigger. Yeah, I've got I've got a couple test pressings for some stuff i've got a two bad cop test pressings i've got a um, days and days test pressing oh cool uh, they're, they're fucking great yeah well now they're not a band anymore i don't think i think there's jesse moved on and doing something else. well he's got that other project but i, I don't was i'm not sure if it was a side project because i know yeah i don't know what i know what he's is. playing again yeah she's she's had her surgeries she can play so if days and days wants to do some stuff um I think they're at that point where they can. Yeah. I know Polly is out of the bomb pops, which is a bummer. Yeah. And I'm, I'm curious now to see what's going to happen with the band. I mean, are they going to go on with the, with that new girl that was, that had replaced Polly? Yeah. Remington. You know, yeah. And yeah. what happens is because, you know, Polly was writing a lot of the stuff and singing a lot yeah. of the stuff. So is Remington going to, is she going to step up and, and fill that role? Or yeah. Cause be, we saw them be, at punk in the park and I like, honestly, I love that band, and I I wasn't impressed. Yeah, I mean not not to say that the like the girl the that stepped in wasn't any good or anything like that, but it's like you're but just if, missing if, the yeah, other. Like you're missing something harmonies, you know. Yeah. Like it's it's just not the same. And I like, what do you do in that situation? It's a tough yeah. situation. I mean, because you want to have this. On? Yeah, the the rest of the band is kind of screwed if they start have to start all the way over again from scratch mm-hmm. with a new name or whatever. I yeah. mean. It shouldn't hurt them that bad, but 
I don't know. Yeah, um, I mean, they're all talented, and they, you know they can go on yeah. and do whatever they want. If they want, still want to be the Bomb Pops or be the same, change names, but you know, be the same three that would and add this fourth, you know, and basically have Jen be the front person of the band now. Yeah, they can do that too. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but it's always weird when there's a big shakeup to a band like that. Yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't listen to other bands like when a band starts with other people. Like, yeah. I, I, dude, I was supposed to manage Sublime with Rome at mm-hmm. one point. Like, I was managing, or I was gonna manage um, Long Beach Short Bus, which was like an offshoot of Sublime, which was or offshoot of. Um, Long Beach Dub All Stars, Dub All Stars, mm-hmm. and then it was Long Beach Short Bus. Okay, it was like um, Eric was playing bass in it, Ras one, um, it incredible fucking players, incredible dude. If you ever get, you should get that album, dude. Um, they only have one album out. See, I never even heard of the Short Bus. I knew I knew of Long Beach Dub All Stars. I know they had a. I listened to some of their stuff. Yeah, I liked it. That Short Bus album is. But I don't think Incredible. it ever got radio play, which is why I didn't. I never even. They knew had about one it. song. Did they? Yeah, they had one song, and then they had like a. Um, they had a couple songs in like shows and stuff. Okay. So it got it got some attention, but um, yeah, I, when I went to go manage them, they they broke up like three weeks later. Jeez. Yeah. And I was supposed to like co-manage with someone else. Mm-hmm. Because that's <laughs> like, <laughs> you need two managers for them, like <laughs> right? They were telling like the the old manager. I had a long con- like probably like a three hour conversation with him over the phone. Mm-hmm. He's like telling me everything to do. He's like, you look if they got a show at ten o'clock at night, you tell them it's seven o'clock at night. <laughs> Jeez, because they're still going to be late. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, oh fuck. So there was a lot of that, but um, great guys, dude. You know, like super talented. Like I'm uh, that album is still one of my favorite albums. Which one? The Long Beach Short oh, okay. album, yeah, I can't, I can't think of what it's called. It's, it's got like a, like, mystical name, dude. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's really good though. Um, yeah, I was supposed to do that, and then, um, like, it was, it, I wasn't like pegged to be the, um, Sublime with Rome manager, but like when he started playing like a year ahead before, like he even came out. Like they told me about it and they were like, look, dude, they're going to need a manager. Like, so if you want to like, you know, if you're interested, like, you know, let's, let's all make contact and do all that. Mm-hmm. And we kind of went through the step, the steps in the process, but then it just didn't work out. But, um, yeah, dude, I, that, that would have been, yeah, when I, I couldn't, I can't listen to them. Like I liked, uh, like, uh, and the only reason I liked them when they first came out is because I know everybody mm-hmm. and it was like. When you know some people, like you're gonna like their shit, of course. Almost you no know, matter what. You want to support your friends or the people that you like. Yeah. So it was kind of like I was like fighting all the like hate that I had for it. Yeah. To like try to like it, you know. I was like, there's so many problems. <laughs> it's, it's one of those things. Like if a, if a band changes a guitar player or yeah. a drummer. It's it's not as noticeable, but when you change like the front person of that band, it's almost impossible. It's, yeah, it's it's a, not the same thing, you know. Yeah, like it shouldn't. Like I, I'm of the mind that if if they try to replace the lead singer or something like that, you kind of have to change the name because yeah, then you, you lose part of what makes you recognizable. I mean, it's just not Sublime anymore. Exactly. Like, why? I, and I get I get okay. You're going to Sublime with Rome. Uh, yeah. I like I remember, um, was it? the back to the beach festival in 2019. Yeah. Uh, when Goldfinger was playing, they brought up various other musicians to play with them during mm-hmm. the show. Like Monique came up and sang a song with them. That's cool. Um, Monique is so nice, dude. She's yeah. one of the nicest people I've ever met. Um, the guy from the English beat. Okay. I can't think of his name. Um, Dave Wakeling. 
came up to the song. And then they introduced, you know, the lead singer of Sublime. I'm like, no, uh, no, no. Bradley's, no, you, Bradley's dead. Yeah, yeah you're is, like, this you is can't. Rome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you can't call him. Same thing's happened with um, well, Stone Temple Pilots when that guy yeah. replaced uh, he he did the national anthem at a Kings game one time, and they introduced him as the lead singer of Stone Temple Pilots. I'm like, nope, no, that's not who he is. <sighs> so gross, dude. Yeah, it's all about money. I mean, it's like I get it, man. Like you were this band, like Eric and Bud were still Sublime, so like they yeah. shouldn't have to fucking not use that name, but. You shouldn't use the. I don't. Right. Dude, yeah, it's, it's so complicated. But in I get complex. it because, because the, there, there's something behind the name. People yeah. know Sublime. Yeah. So when you put out something, you're gonna you know it's gonna get recognized because people are like oh Sublime. Hey, this is yeah. great. You know, you look at like um, like Rage Against the Machine when they broke up. Yeah. And brought in Chris Cornell, they changed their name. They became Audio Slave. Exactly. It That's was exactly Rage, how it was, to do it. was it. the guys behind yeah. Rage Against the Machine with the lead singer of Soundgarden singing for him, mm-hmm. and they just made a whole new band. That's exactly how you should do it. that. They did it the right way. Yeah. I think and, so. and, and like sublime with Rome, it's not like they're horrible or anything, but they're not sublime, dude. No, there shouldn't be. I don't know. Yeah. That's a touchy one for me. <laughs> I get that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, dude, there, there was, we, uh, that Arizona trip was fucking fun, dude. It was, it was you know, quick little turnaround trip. Uh, yeah. you know, went out there, saw a show crash that, that, that little, uh, Airbnb pad. That was nice, dude. It <laughs> would have been nice lake. if everything would have been open, though, like the pool. Yeah, and... that little lake in the back. Dude, that was crazy. I've never seen anything <laughs> like that. Yeah, that was a that was a nice little spot too. Uh, you don't? I have never seen something like that in Arizona. Like, uh, yeah, that reminds me of like in Michigan. That's what it's like. There's like houses on the lake like that, mm-hmm. or anywhere you, where you go really where they have a lake. But yeah. it was like a man-made. This lake. is a man-made lake in the middle of like uh, where were we in Tempe? Yeah, dude, it was crazy. You know, yeah, it's random. And then all those little houseboats on those little that was cool, pontoons. man. That, that one was that like a classic car. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> that was fantastic. It was like a '57 Chevy or something, like on a, like a pontoon boat. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been cool, man. Yeah. You know that guy was like the talk of the fucking. I'm, I'm sure he was. Like yeah. people were like, "Did you see that? You see that there goes Bob again <laughs> on his '57 right Chevy pontoon Look boat showing off." Yeah, man. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, there, we had no 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 real fucking problems that trip. Nothing. Uh, only well, the, uh, the tire and the and the and the key fob. Fucking key fob, dude. <laughs> I have a Prius and the key fob. The battery kept dying, and that's the only way the car goes. Like you don't stick a key in. There's no ignition. So like, no, it's, it's all push button. <laughs> yeah. So if that battery dies, we're stuck. And it, it stopped a couple times, and we couldn't get in the car a couple times. It wouldn't start a couple times. Well, there was it that was, one time we were driving, and it basically, like, it didn't shut down, but it's like warning, like, hey, the battery's yeah. not, your battery, the key's not working. It was like, pull over, like, you're not, yeah. you're, like, the car's about to die, or whatever. Or we, st- we drove for, like, another half hour on that. That was crazy. And then the tire. And yeah, I didn't even we, I didn't even realize the tire was like that until we got home and you sent me that picture. That shit it was the <laughs> was whole tire crazy. was ripped in half or not ripped in half, but there was like a it was like shredded. On, it was like separated on one yeah, side. Yeah, separated. That was crazy. And I noticed it was like pulling. I remember how, when we left Arizona, mm-hmm. I was like, it's pulling to the left. And I was like, look at dude, this. And I kept saying that the steering was off. <laughs> and it's surprising that we made it that far. I, we made like it, that. dude. Yeah. Like, there's no way. How did we do that? Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe it was starting to go. Maybe it didn't completely split at that point because, I mean, had the tire completely split at that point, we would have known it and we would have definitely yeah. felt that. I think I it, maybe so. it was losing air. Yeah. And it got to the point where there was so much, they'd lost so much air that it finally just split. Yeah, that was crazy. I can't believe we made it back. <laughs> but yeah, that show was great too, though. Yeah. Um, make War. 
That was the first time, first time I got to see those guys. Dude. Yeah, they, they were amazing. Um, cool fucking dudes too, man. Oh, yeah, they're great. Um, I, one of the nights at Punk Rock Bowling, I was, me and my friend Julio were in line to get some beer. Yeah. And uh, the bass player and the drummer like walk by and he sees me. He's like, oh, hey, what's up, man? He's like, I haven't seen you in a bit. <laughs> They're like, dude, you're stalking like, us, bro. Yeah. Like, you know, we saw him. I saw him four nights in a row. That's fucking cool. Um, so, yeah, the fact that they were they recognized me and yeah. you know, were chatting with me for a little bit. Um, yeah. They're, they're good guys and their music's awesome. Dude, they're so fucking good, man. Yeah. I, the, they're one of the bands that I'm like, I can't believe they're not as popular as. I think give it some time, are, you know, I yeah. think. You know, especially like, you know, having toured with Bad Cop, I think helped get them out a bit more. Yeah. Like, I know they've got their following um, and getting any, getting some recognition will definitely help. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think they just need a couple more albums and they'll, yeah, they'll get They've there. got what, two albums and then that single that just came out. Yeah. Yeah, man. I wonder what their deal is, dude. I wonder like they're, they're kind of like spread out too. Like, uh. Well, I know. I think Jose's in New York. Yeah, um, I'm not sure where the other two guys are. Exactly. I don't think they're in New York. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's cool, man. That was a that was a fucking great show. And then what we where we see him the next night, San Diego. Well, Long Beach was the next night. Oh, Long Beach, one. and I missed that. I, one. I went to Long yeah. Beach. I took my mom to that show. That that's was, cool. I took dude. her to a very first punk rock show. My mom actually loves Bad Cop. That's um, that's dope. So when that opportunity came up, I'm like, hey, you know, I, th- I threw it out at her, and her husband's like. I want to go to a show. And so she's like, all right, I'll go. She's like, cause she wanted to see him. She's like, yeah, all right, I'll go. So That's cool. I, I already bought tickets. And so then I bought a couple more for her and her husband. And, you know, once he got home and, and my friend Hulu got home, uh, we all hopped in the car, drove down to long beach <laughs> and, um, you know, went and saw the show. Uh, and you know, she enjoyed herself, you know, you hear things like, well, some of those bands were a little loud. Like, you know, you couldn't oh, understand yeah, what they're yeah. saying. Like, like she liked the Venomous Pinks, but like she had a hard time understanding what they were saying. Okay. But she liked the energy. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's the, cool. The one band that she actually didn't like as much was Make War because, okay. you know, she's like, well, they just stood there and played. I'm like, yeah, but, uh, yeah. but their music is amazing. Their yeah, music is yeah. great. Um, and then she just, uh, she loved seeing Bad Cop. And she, that's got, to, cool, she got to meet, man. Uh, she got to meet uh, Lynn. She got to meet Stacy. Okay. Got to chat with them for a bit. And like, they were so cool to my mom. It was, Dude, they're like the hilarious. nicest like, people, man. Yeah. Like, it was weird. Like, if, if you'd have told me a few years ago that I was going to take my mom to a punk rock show, yeah. I'd have laughed at myself. I was like, yeah, right. Like, that's never going to happen. <laughs> and I've taken her to two this year. Damn, that's cool. So, yeah, that's, uh, what was the other one? Uh, took her to see me first in the Gimme Gimme's. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's with the yeah. dwarves. <laughs> which I'm oh, like, oh, man. I'm like, I, I told her ahead of time, I'm like, you're going to hate the first band. Yeah. You, you're not going to like them. But she actually, she was entertained. She's like, yeah, they've got a great stage presence. Like, you know, oh, the best. Blag is hilarious up on stage. Uh, he is a, that guy's a showman. Yeah. He's, he's hilarious. An, he's an entertainer. Yeah. Greatest rock and roll band. <laughs> Blag the Ripper. Yeah, dude. <laughs> he's funny. And like, I met him too. Like, I, yeah. um, I went, to a show in San Diego at the um, observatory in San Diego, and is there one, is there an observatory? Down yeah, there? okay, it's dope. It's way, it's so much better. Really, the floor has like little air vents, like little holes, and they just blast cold air. Oh wow, well, that's that's kind of cool. It's amazing, dude. And the whole place place is better, dude. Um, it's just it's it's way better. Like it's not um it's not as shut off. It's way more open. Okay. But it's got the balcony and it's got a you know it's got some, it's just open, dude. It's it's really cool. Yeah. Um. The observatory took my mom to see. Oh yeah. Me first. Oh nice. But and the people are way cooler there. Like the staff and shit. Mm-hmm. 
I fucking I don't like I don't get along with the staff at the observatory in Santa Ana. <laughs> I've had so many photo passes and like I get there and they don't have all their shit ready yet. Oh jeez. So I always end up missing the first band. And it's usually the first band I'm there to see. Because <laughs> yeah. I like I always go see all the bands and I like yeah. I'm usually there to help out the bands that are And especially if you have a photo pass and you're yeah. working there, you, you want to be able to take pictures of all the bands. And every time I go there, they're like, Oh, sorry, we don't have you on the list. And I'm like, dude, this happens every fucking time. Wow. And I tell them, I even walk up and I'm like, you guys aren't going to have me on the list <laughs> for like another 30 minutes or some, for some reason. Wow. Yeah, it sucks. And then I, I'm always like, dude, you guys know who the fuck I Like, you know who I am by this point. Yeah, you've been there enough. Dude, I would go there like like eight shows in a row, dude. And I'd be <laughs> like. Yeah, there, there are times missing early bands suck. Like the second day of Punk in the Park. Yeah. Um, I realized. um that that Saturday when we went, uh-huh. they were completely disorganized as shit. Were they? <laughs> because when we got in at noon, uh-huh. we, should, oh, we shouldn't have been in at noon. That's right. Yeah. The general admission passes <laughs> yeah. are for one o'clock, even though the first band goes on at 1230. Yes. I hate, I hate when they have yeah. that shit. Yeah. So on Sunday when I'm there, we're waiting in the line and like we're like, there's like maybe seven people in front of us. Okay. And 12 o'clock comes around. I'm like, okay, cool. They're going to open the doors. Uh-huh. Nope. They, they, they've got the VIP line and the early access line going in. Um, by the time they got through all those people uh, to start letting in the general admission line, it was like 110. Fuck. And um, Make War is playing at 1250. <laughs> and so I'm like, I, at least I could hear them from the line, but I'm like, fuck, I, I want to see these guys. And, and they're was, playing to nobody, dude. Yeah, exactly. You know, and there's this one girl, like maybe like 10 or 15 people down, who was there to see Make War. She had her Make War shirt on. And you can just see that look on her face like she is fucking pissed. She's standing in line to wait to see the band that she really wants to see. Yeah. And they're playing. so many shows like that. Yeah. It sucks, dude. Yeah, I, I, was, I was a little pissed. Because like, there is nothing on the ticket sales thing saying, hey, you get in at 1 o'clock. Or, yeah. you know, and it, that's fine. If you're going to let people in early, sure. But don't start the music before the before we get in. Like, that's just stupid. I've seen that happen so many times. They, there's, they're very, they do that at Warp Tour all the fucking time. Really? And you know how they do like... For Warp Tour, they would spin a fucking wheel, and whoever lands first has to play first. And like one year, I really wanted to see Less and Jake, uh-huh. and that was like really why the only reason I went to the fucking thing. Pretty much, like Interrupters played too, so okay, and I think Bad Cop too. So I was, I wasn't like, and maybe Mass Intruder played. It was, you know, like I ended up like, I really want to see Less and Jake, but mm-hmm. then I was like, okay, at least this. The, so yeah, let's the, Jake the opened up the fucking thing oh, and we're in the line and the line takes an hour to get in. So I was like, well, this is not fucking happening. Yeah. That shit sucked, dude. I, I finally got to see less than Jake this year. Yeah. They're uh, fucking awesome. Yeah, they were great. Um, they headlined uh, the Bruce Goss show. Okay. At the same place where we saw Punk in the Park. Oh, nice. Um, That's a fucking rad place, man. It is. And it was only half. They only had half the park open for, for that show. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't even know there was that second half of the park until we went there for, uh, for punk. That was cool, man. You yeah. know what I really liked about it too is like, my phone wasn't working. Yeah, there's absolutely no cell signal in that park. Yeah, at and all. I was like, dude, I don't. This is great. I don't have to. Yeah, I can just be off in this like in reality. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can watch a show and not have to worry about any distractions. Yeah, you know, unless you know, a fight breaks out. Fuck. <laughs> Yeah, so that happened. That happened oh, at Punk God. in the Park when we went. That was fucking ridiculous. It was a crazy day, man. Uh, like, we had a lot of drinks. 
A lot of people had a lot of drinks. Well, you know, being a beer fest, yeah, there's going to be a lot of people getting a lot of drinks. Yeah. I had my share and then might have been had the next person's share too, but I think so. I that, think, that's yeah. just how I roll with those things. We went to like every line almost. And then um, I, I just like even I had a lot of people tell me like, oh, I saw you, but you didn't like wave. And <laughs> I probably had like five or six people tell me that. And I was like, oops, like I think I was a little like buzzed, <laughs> you know, like and I was just walking. Well, around. that and there's so many fucking people. There was there, so you know, many like, fucking people, dude. Yeah, you, you know, you couldn't necessarily hear anybody, everybody calling your name. And that's why I think this was so fucking weird that this ha- this fight whole thing happened. Yeah, it was like, OK, we were we were seeing some band and then it was like the last three bands or whatever were playing it, it on was, the main stage. It was. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. The last three bands. Um, I forgot who the, it, it was. was Lagwagon, Vandals and um, Pennywise. Pennywise. Yeah. And we had just like started migrating over to see Lagwagon and then it was like Lagwagon and then the Vandals and then Pennywise. Yeah. And we got up. We got up closer for Pennywise or for not for lag of uh, Vandals. Yeah. Well, before that, like we were like in line for beers or something or no, we were on our way over Mm -hmm. and some dude from some other from Mexico Mexico was like, saw our beards and was like enamored by our beard. And he wanted to take a picture with us because he liked our beards. And it was like, okay, this is so (laughs) weird. Like this is how you like this. And I was like, that that's a fest, dude. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And I was like, uh, you know, and it was kind of weird because normally I would have just taking the photo with the dude and been like, all right, man, like, yeah, nice meeting you. Peace out. But we like ended up talking to him for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was a he was he'd come up from Mexico just for the show just to see the vandals. Yeah, just the vandals. And he was so fucking excited, yeah. like so excited. Like, he, he was going to like, like a kid on Christmas, dude, really like seriously. And I, and I think that's really why I, like, I kind of wanted to talk to him. And then I was like, maybe there's something more with this dude, you know, and I had like yeah. this weird feeling in the back of my head, like you know what, just, just hang out with this dude for a minute. Like, don't get so, don't get so like antisocial. Like, just, you know, like ask him, like, what, yeah. what, you know, who he, I can't remember his name or, or anything, yeah, it, but we ended up talking to him for like a good 20 minutes and then we walked over Yeah, and he walked with us. Well, we started to, then he got, oh yeah. And then, then he got like, distracted yeah. by someone else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then he like, I saw him walking a few minutes later. He had like, you know, some beers from one of the places. Yeah, that's close right. To that. Like they were just handing out beers. Yeah. And so then, okay. That, and I was like, I'll never see that guy again. Right. That, that was great meeting that dude. And that happened. And then uh, we see Lagwagon play and we're like way in the back. And then I was like, dude, for the Vandals, let's go to the front. Dude. Oh, yeah. And it was like a trek to <laughs> yeah, get to the front. Yeah, we had to we had to push our way through some people to get there. Yeah, there was a lot of unhappy people. There was a lot of uh, like where you guys think you're going kind of shit. And then we just ended up uh, stage stage left like right up in the front, probably about about 10, 15 people back. Yeah, 10, yeah, 10 to 20 back and um and everything was cool and then like I started noticing the people in front of us were just like kind of dicks. Yeah, there was a there was a couple people that were they looked like they were looking for trouble. Yeah, they it, that exactly. And they and it seemed like everything was angering them and I was like, dude, this is not the Vandals crowd that I know, you know, like, well, it's not the punk crowd that I know anymore. It, like that's that. true. That's true. I've never, I haven't gotten dude. I haven't seen anyone fight anyone since like the early nineties. Yeah. I've, I've never been to a punk show where there's been a, where a fight has broken out. Yeah. You know, I've seen, been to a couple where it looks like something should have happened. Yeah. But the people there know what's up and they know not to start shit. Exactly. And then usually the other people around will fucking quell it down and, you know, like mm-hmm. squash it or whatever. But, this was not the case. No, dude. not here. 
So I don't know what happened, but I don't know. Maybe it's because it's been so long since people have been to a show. They maybe forgot. and they then just beers all day. Yeah, but um, yeah, those people. There's there's dudes in front of us, like two or three dudes, directly in front of us, and they were just like talking shit to somebody, and then off to the right, there was probably like what five or six, at least. Yeah, yeah, like people, and they were like, there was like a commotion. And I was like, what the fuck? And the people in front of me, I was getting so mad that I was like telling you like, dude, let's just fucking go. Mm-hmm. And then um, and I was like, dude, there's something. And I was like, I'm, my, my fucking legs hurt right now. <laughs> like it's been all day. I'm old. Yeah. I was standing for, you know, 10 hours. And I was getting I, I was almost like, let's just fucking go. And then um, all of a sudden we see that guy, the, the dude from Mexico. Mm-hmm. And um, and there's this one guy that was just, just looking like he wanted to yeah. his ass. The guy right in front of us was like. You could just tell I was I could I was watching him the whole time and he was just like Yeah, he was like short and angry. Yeah, short yeah. and very strong. Yeah, he was he was he was he was toned. He looked yeah, like a mini up. pit bull. <laughs> That's right. But kind like white trash, yeah. like a white trash. Kind of those broad shoulders like a pit yeah. bull. Yeah. yeah. He was like a Joe Dirt pit bull, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and um Yeah, he he was ready to start some shit. And yeah, and then his friends or whatever, those were his friends over to the left or to the right in front of us. And then they started pushing this dude, and not just not just like because he wasn't the the guy from Mexico was like kind of in the pit, yeah. And or he like, was just having fun, yeah. And they this wasn't like the pushing that to push you back in the pit. Like no, they were yeah. they were trying to push him to the ground. They were trying to hurt him. Yeah. They were definitely trying to hurt him. They were like pushing him, and he was like just jumping up in the crowd, and like his hands were going up, and he was singing and he like was having happy. a great time. And he was just one of those dudes that that just got lost in the sauce. Like mm-hmm. he got he he kind of didn't he was just like having the time of his life didn't really know where he was at kind of yeah. thing like was just having the fucking time of his life and then there's these dudes just pushing him and then he like looked back and was like what what the fuck are you doing mm-hmm. like why do you why are you and he was asking them like why are you pushing me why are you pushing me yeah and i was like hey man like leave him alone leave him alone and then they didn't and then they just went after him, dude. Yeah, there was and, there was like there was like a swell in the crowd, and they took that as as their sign to attack, and yeah. they, just, they knocked him over. Yeah, and they were getting ready to jump on him. Yeah, and then you got in the way, <laughs> <laughs> dude. My finger still is fucked up. I don't know what happened, but yeah, I jump. I was like, dude, I I was waiting for everyone to stop it. Yeah, and but nobody nobody was doing anything. Nobody, not one person. Which did which, which is odd and, for those kinds of shows, like at punk shows. You know, if somebody goes down, they're three or four people yeah. yanking them back up. You know, like I said, I haven't seen a fight at a show break out like that. Yeah. You know, in forever. And to see something like that, like, again, I don't know if it was a combination of the, of the booze, the fact that we hadn't, you know, hadn't had live shows like this in a while, or just, you know, also kind of been too is the fact that, you know, the norms seem to have changed mm-hmm. with this pandemic. You know, what wasn't acceptable for a long time now seems to be the norm with people just like bitching at everybody, yelling at food service people, going crazy in grocery stores on airplanes. Like yeah. it's, it's almost become that's the socially acceptable standard, yeah. or at least they want to think it is when it, it really isn't. And I don't know if maybe that was part of what it is that these guys were thinking to themselves like, hey, you know what? Fuck it. You know, they definitely seem a little racist too. a little bit. Like, I, I don't want to be like, oh, they're racist because they're beating up a Mexican we don't, we don't dude. But we don't know these guys, but yeah. It totally seemed like it was had that was some kind of motivator. 
Yeah. Like these are uh, white dudes with like shaved head. I mean, I got a shaved head too, but I'm, you know, but yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm a white with a shaved head, but they were just like angry at him because he was like, he was like a Mexican. And then I was like, I was like, Hey man, he's just here having fun. He loves the fucking vandals. Leave him alone. And then they didn't. Nobody fucking. No. It like nobody even heard what I was saying. Well, I mean, it's kind of hard to hear over the music. That's true. You know, trying to yell at these guys and, nothing was going to stop him short of being physically restrained. Yeah. Which is kind of what had to happen. Yeah. I've had to stop. I got in front of like what? Like five. I don't even know, dude. You got in front of a few of those guys. Five plus dudes. Between you and and the guy from Mexico. Like, you know, if they were going to go, if they wanted him, they had to get through you. Yeah. And uh, a couple, once you got in the way, a couple people kind of started pulling, pulling back. They got, they pulled like the Mexican dude away. Like or kind of, but like, well, like the, the, the short, the short pit bull dude. Like one guy, like put his arm around him, was kind of holding him back. Yeah, up. but like, that guy wasn't it was, it was stopping even, at all. It was like man. a half-hearted. It was, it was like a half-assed attempt. Like just yeah. kind of like, oh hey, you look okay. Look at we're we're trying. Like it was it, if he would have if he would have pushed the issue, like they'd let him go. Yeah, and I had to fucking I had to pull that guy off of him. So like, I hurt my body. Yeah, like then, pulling just pulling him off. And then, like, I didn't throw any punches. I didn't push him. I didn't do anything. I did. If I would have thrown a punch, dude, it would have been over. There was like six or seven, like at yeah. least six or seven, dude, at least. Yeah, it'd have been chaos. And then, like, I and I probably would have got like I. I think I could have taken care of that dude. It, it, he was small. Yeah, he was small, but he was yeah. That if it was buff. if it was just him, totally. And uh, if all of them jumped in, oh uh, yeah, it would have been like then it would have been you and I against these guys and. And I was telling you, I was like, dude, don't, I was like, just leave me alone. Like, don't get in the way. Yeah. Like, don't, cause I didn't, I don't want to get, jump in in something and then you get hurt or something, you know, cause I know I can take care of myself. Yeah. You know, like I'm, I was trained to fucking do shit like that, you know? So like, yeah. So I pulled that dude off and I see, like, I felt shit popping in my back and I pulled a fucking muscle or something. I broke, I broke my finger, dude, oh, like geez, my yeah. ring finger. And I don't know what the fuck happened, but it's still, it's still hurting. And that was in <laughs> August or October, um, August, October, September. September. It, no, November, November, November. I, I knew if I just kept naming months, <laughs> we're going to get there eventually. <laughs> I'm like, I'm trying to think, oh, what was, okay. I know there was a show. No, there wasn't a show in October. I think I, I think it's September. Cause there was uh, Bruce Costco and, uh, punk rock bowling were in September. Okay. I don't think I had anything at all in October. And then November was the first show back after that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's what, three or four months now since that yeah. happened. And, and it still hurts, dude. Like, I, I I don't know. I haven't played bass in a, in a while just because I'm like, I don't want to aggravate it. Yeah. But, you know, in the end, you, you more than likely saved that dude's life. I, I mean, think I did, dude. Like, like honestly. Because once you, you kind of come down, like, you told him to get out of there. Yeah, I, dude, I kept like the guy was like looking at me. The me- dude from Mexico was like looking at me and was like, "What did I do? What yeah. did I do?" And, like, I, like, didn't and he didn't Just, speak very good English either. Yeah. Like, and I think that's part of what there was definitely like some kind of communication thing. Yeah, to where because he was like yelling at them, but he was asking them like, "What did I do?" But I think they took it as like. Like it was more yeah. aggravating them. Exactly. If he would have just turned around and um, I don't know, they went after him and he wasn't even looking. They punched no. him in the back of the head and shit. Yeah. Like the, those guys were looking to start some shit. Like I think that's yeah, I think really so what it came down. Like it didn't matter if it was him or somebody else. Like yeah. they wanted to beat somebody's ass. Yeah, I'm just glad the dude finally. Like I was yelling at the dude from Mexico. I was like, dude, yeah. get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Like I'm, like I can if, only if you, hold these guys back. Yeah, if for you, if you don't, another this, second, this, it's not going to end well yeah. for any of us. 
Exactly. So I'm, I'm, I don't know, man. I don't know what happened to him. I, I told him to hit, hit me up before, yeah. like before we even went over to the see the vandals. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, check it out. We're going to have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I'll listen. I'll listen. I don't know, man. I, I just hope you made it out of there. All right, dude. I think so. I mean, that was, that was a fucking shitty situation. It was. Um, and that for me, that was like the, that was everything was going great up until yeah. that point. And then it's just like, you know, after that, like, I think we, we moved out of the out of the front of the yeah. area, moved off to the side, finished the Vandal set and then left. Yeah, like, I didn't even see Pennywise, which yeah. is one of my favorite bands. But I, I don't know. I was tired, too. I was tired. That shit just my body was. Yeah. Done yeah after, 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 after jumping in that, like, you know, you could I could tell right away like you're already saying how much like how yeah pain you were feeling at that point it's like all right well I felt like some shit pop in my back and my fucking uh, stomach and shit I was like oh dude yeah unfortunately we're not as young as we used to be no (laughs) back in the day I would have been able to handle that whole thing no problem (laughs) and then some and then I would have stayed up the whole night and went the next day (laughs) or whatever it'd been like high in adrenaline be like yeah what's what's got next yeah dude I was never like if I got in a fight, uh, I've never, I've never lost a fight or anything, but if I wouldn't get in fights, I wouldn't like pick a fight. Yeah. I would only get in a fight if I got hit first or, um, something happened to my friend, even if something happened to my friends, I would try to get them safe first. Yeah. And then like I my friend got in a fight one time and I, he got knocked out and I had like, it was like eight dudes against three dudes. Oh, jeez. And I wasn't, I was like young at those other, the eight dudes. And they were like, oh shit, let's not do anything. Mm-hmm. And my friend came up from behind me and was like, fuck yeah, fuck you. <laughs> Listen to my friend. And some dude came up and just knocked him out. And so I picked him up, literally carried him upstairs into our apartment and just like put him on the couch. Yeah. And he was like, he got mad at me the next day for not fighting along. <laughs> and I was like, okay, dude, I just saved your life, but yeah. whatever. Well, you didn't instigate the fight, you know? But so I was inside on the phone and like my one friend came up, one of the friends that were out of, there's two out against eight outside. Yeah. And they came, he came running up and his face, it looked like a, a Halloween mask. <laughs> Jeez. Like he got punched in the side of the face and it swole up and it got all huge. <laughs> and I was like looking at him like, what the fuck are you like? Are you wearing a mask or something? And he goes, dude, uh, Billy, I just got punched, man. Like you got to come out and check it out. So I ran out and he was like, dude, they're going to kill Eric. And I was like, all right, dude, I'll run out. I run out and I see like Eric surrounded by all these dudes. And I'm like, get the fuck, Eric, get the fuck inside. Everyone stop the shit. And then everyone was like, okay, oh, this dude's out here. Yeah. <laughs> like if he's yelling at all of us, it's. Like, yeah, he must be crazy. <laughs> That's the angle I went for, too, because I would dude, I would have got my ass kicked by yeah. all those dudes. And then sure enough, I, I got him like I was pushing him back and getting him inside. And then all of a sudden my friend had to be a dipshit. Yeah, I mean, that's his own damn fault. Right? You know? And then he got mad at me for not... Dude, if I would have fought back, I would have been on the couch next to him, dude. Exactly. Yeah. No, you'd, you'd been downstairs because you got knocked out down there. Dude, Nobody would have carried you up Exactly. So, Who, yeah. my fucking friend with the swollen-ass face? <laughs> who couldn't And the fight. one that was unconscious? Exactly. <laughs> Such a joke, dude. And then he got mad because I had to call the ambulance because he was out, dude. Oh, jeez. And when he got out, like when he woke up, he was like... <laughs> drooling and shit i was like oh dude i think they you know fucked him up like they say talk shit get hit exactly you know, dude yo that's living proof right there exactly if you ever need a reminder just just think of that story yeah man but yeah the whole that whole show was great until that fucking point yeah and i did try i what I, I really dude after that whole fest i felt so old <laughs> just one day like 
I tried to go in the pit too for the voodoo, for voodoo, yeah, and I got did, punched yeah. in the face. <laughs> or no, it was either gutter mouth or voodoo. No, it was know, voodoo. It was or maybe voodoo. it was both. Where I tried to attempt to go in the pit, and I got I I got hit in the side of the head and voodoo or something, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> I went like halfway through the pit. Yeah, you you, like, you didn't make it. a rotation, a full no, rotation. Not even a full rotation. It was not even like... <laughs> and it wasn't even that big of a pit either. <laughs> no. no. It was it was rowdy as fuck. Though, yeah. Because the pit was so tight. Mm-hmm. I've never seen a pit that tight. Like a, t- a pit that was so like so many people in it. And so it was just tight. Yeah. You couldn't even move. Like people, everybody was falling. Yeah, that was... Uh... I got hit and I was like, nope. <laughs> <I'm out. laughs> just went right in and I went out the other <laughs> side, dude. <laughs> I was like, oh, damn, I'm old. Yeah. I mean, like I've got back problems. So like standing for Same here. times, especially on hard surfaces, like yeah. that packed grass. We didn't even sit down the whole time or maybe we, for we like had a minute. minutes here and there. You know, I yeah. think we sat down like after Voodoo Glow Skulls for a few minutes. Like, yeah, I had to. Um, <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, like like by the end of the night, like my back was screaming at me. Yeah. Like my legs and feet were fine. Like they were a little sore, but like but it was my back. It was like. You know, I hurt myself when I was 18. Yeah. And, uh, you know, back injuries never really heal. No, they don't. So, I, I, I broke my back at one point. And it, yeah. So you, you're going to feel fun. that for, for the rest of your life. So, you know, standing for long periods of time like that, like if it's something that I really want to do, I will do it yeah. because I will I will put up with that. But, you know, you're damn sure I'm going to be sitting down for the next day. I so can't believe like, you went the next day. I was like, <laughs> dude, like, geez, that motherfucker's crazy. I was done, though, man. After that fucking fight, I was like, uh I was hurting too, man. I got, I got like a cramp in the middle of the night in my oh, leg and like ripped off my whole muscle out of the fucking bone. And sh- Dude, this shit hurts yeah. so bad. The, de- the next day wasn't nearly there. I, as far as I could tell, I didn't see any yeah. fights breaking out. So, uh, I just hope, I hope that dude's all right somewhere. I want to yeah. fucking see him again, dude, sometime. <laughs> it's, yeah, if, if he reaches out on Facebook, let me know. And oh, for sure. I want to have him as a guest on. That'd dude, be awesome. Somehow. <laughs> or at least reach out to him. But, um, yeah, so those were the shows. Those were some good shows. Yeah, um, that bad cop tour was dope. Uh, yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. That and San Diego shit was fun. Like when yeah. we went to San Diego, <laughs> we ran into this problem of parking. Oh god, that was re- that was so fucking dude. Stupid. We got there like an hour early, and then we almost were late to the show because right. of parking. Yeah, we were we were we circled what that that three or four block area at least a dozen times. At least probably like twenty times, dude. You know, yeah, just driving around in circles. And then it. I knew we were gonna get parking once we saw that one guy. The guy with the in the hollow ho- notes. Yes, he was singing hollow notes, dude. <laughs> that was some dude was in his car, not like just singing, like he was bumping. Dude, Hall he notes. was by himself, and that shit was louder than the music we had in our car, and we were all just pissed off. Like, yeah, we this were irritated because we'd been circling for at least forty minutes at this point. Yeah, and then he just blasting it, and then I just started singing along and dancing and with we, him. We all started singing. Yeah, that and was then he great. turned and looked at you like he was, he looked like he was pissed and you know thought you were making fun of him. He was mad for a second, and then, and then, he, then he, got, he realized we were all yeah. singing and starts laughing. With it. And then he turned it up, and I was like, "Dude, this is a good night when you can bump Hall and Oates." And right, he was yeah. like, "He was like, right on, dude, Hall and Oates." I don't remember the song. I think it was uh, "Kiss on My List." Was it? I think so. Yeah, I don't remember. We, me and Charlene, my wife, we were trying to go over and like trying to figure it out. Yeah, that was the best though. And then we found parking like right after that. Yep. Yeah. And and then it was a it was a pretty good and actually a pretty decent spot too. It wasn't all that far from from. Yeah, that's the spot I usually get too. Like that was crazy. Yeah, the parking. Oh, dude, parking for that the Casbah sucks, dude. Yeah. Well, I mean, unless you park in the airport parking, which which I think we were actually like a. Couple a couple more rotations from doing. Yeah, 
I think I just kept missing it. <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's one of those areas where there's a lot of stuff and not a lot of parking. I've never been to it that packed before. Yeah, I mean, it was, and the, so this was. But it's know, always busy. This was August, you know, shortly after the lockdown had been yeah. lifted. People are being, getting vaccinated so people could go back out in public. Everybody was Everybody out. and their fucking brother was out that night. That was crazy. Dude, that, guy, that dude hauling us was so fucking funny. <laughs> that, that was a great part of that show, yeah. Fuck. That made my night, dude. Because like, I was I was getting so pissed. Yeah. That was ridiculous, dude. It was. Like, I have never had... Like 12 any, laps. I have never had any like any kind of parking issue close to that. Like, yeah. You know, I think the worst was going to DMV one day. Yeah. I was trying to get my car registered one time. That was a whole fucking ordeal in and of itself. But uh, I, I spent like 20, 25 minutes trying to find a parking space. Yeah. And then before I even finished, I had to go run my vehicle through their, you know, outside inspection area. And then find parking again afterwards. Oh, I'm like, oh, this fucking sucks. <laughs> the DMV of all places. Dude. Yeah, like I'm like they're just fucking with me at this point. Fuck. And then what? Um, have you been to any other shows? I, I don't know. So, I uh, punk rock bowling. I did that. Oh that was, yeah, that was uh, that was an event. <laughs> that was my first time going to punk rock bowling. Yeah, and uh, man, like the advice you gave me beforehand about pacing yourself, uh-huh. that came in very very handy. Yeah, if that's a definite. Um, if I ever go back, I mean, I'm sure I'll go back, but um, like the, the, the VIP sat- for sure. The Saturday show, I I missed a lot of Saturday show because I was yeah. just like there wasn't a whole lot of bands that like I was excited for yeah. or like just like most. I didn't even know a lot of the bands that were playing on Saturday. So like we went hard on Friday, okay. um, you know, got there shortly after they opened uh-huh. and we're bouncing back and forth between the side stage and the main stage watching all the bands. And then afterwards... Went to the punk rock hoedown for the venomous pinks. Okay, and we're out there till two, three in the morning. Fuck. Uh, went back, and then my one of my friends that came down for the Friday show because he wanted to see Frank Turner. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You know, he had to leave early Saturday morning, so it was nice. He got to see Bad Cop for the first time. I got to see Frank oh, Turner for the first cool. time. Nice. So, nice. and now he's in love with Bad Cop. Like he he actually yeah. had plan. He had tickets to go to the show yesterday that was postponed. Oh, there was a show yesterday. Yeah, there. Um, yes, it was supposed to be a good riddance and hot, hot water music. Oh fuck, that was at the commissary, right? Or, no, that was at um, the uh, garden amp. Garden amp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that got pushed oh, back to fuck. like July. Oh my god, dude! I, I totally blanked. I was, I wanted to go to that more than anything. Yeah. Well, you, you probably still can now. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm, um, I got to put it in my calendar, bro. I can't. Yeah, I've, I've got the email. I'll tell you. I'll, I'll tell you when the when the date changes. Okay. Um, Holy shit. Oh, well, they're supposed to play with the Flatliners too, right? Or no, maybe it was just, no, yeah, it was just hot water music. Yeah. And they're playing, they're playing April 1st too with MXPX at uh, oh, House yeah. of Blues. Yeah, yeah. I got that in my calendar, I think. Um, so I don't know. I don't think I can go to that one. Yeah, I'm not sure about that one. Because I got April 2nd tickets the next day for Jawbreaker and at the Wheel Turn. Okay. With Face to Face and the Linda Lindas. Uh, that's right. And then the third, it's a makeup show. Uh, we were supposed to go see Lagwagon last year. Okay. Uh, Charlene and I in December, and then it got canceled. And it was yeah. uh, Lagwagon playing the uh, Double Platinum album. Oh, that's at, right. Yeah, yeah. With um, Red City Radio, which is like my favorite, one of my favorites. Yeah, I know you're looking forward to that one. Yeah, and and I was gonna bring Charlene, and she she has she does get to go to a lot of shows, and that's mm-hmm. Lagwagon, and that's her favorite album. Yeah, I mean, you're telling it's me like that because they played that at uh, Punk in the Park, exactly. And you're telling me that yeah, that yeah, how she'd be looking for jealous if you got to see that. Yeah, yeah, and now so yeah, I got canceled, and it was like around the holidays too, so like 
she was excited, like, ah, oh, get to relax and go see a show. And yeah. then, and then it got canceled. And, and now it's right after that. I wasn't going to go to the Wiltern show because mm-hmm. it was just Jawbreaker and the Linda Linda's at first. Okay. But then they added face to face. That, yeah, that adds some value there. I was like, oh, well, then, <laughs> that's guess, a whole different show. Yes, I'm going now. Yeah. And then, so I don't know, dude. April 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, go to those. And then <laughs> the 7th, I'm going to the Denver Jawbreaker show. Yeah. So that's that's a lot of shows. I mean, well, I mean, I went to four in four days. So yeah. I mean, know. it shouldn't be a, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's just the it's travel. Doable. Yeah. It's, it's, it's doable, but it's, it's a lot. Yeah. Just going to Denver is going to be. I was looking at flights. They're not that bad. They're like a hundred bucks. Yeah, that's not too bad. Like round trip. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do, man. I have two tickets though. So <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Let me, I'll I'll look and see about. Um, I got to talk to one of my coworkers and see if he can if he's free those those days to cover for me. And okay, I mean I've got the vacation time, so it's not a it's not an issue. If, yeah. yeah, right on. Well, yeah, we'd probably. I mean, if we go, we'd leave like two days before, and then yeah, the day and then like a day after. I don't know. Yeah, like when I went out there for for punk uh, for punk and Drublick, because the show was on Sunday. We left Friday night. Yeah. Um, drove for a few hours, you know, slept, pulled over to a rest stop, slept for a little bit. Yeah. And then got in to Denver at like two o'clock okay. on Saturday. And then hung out in the in the room, made some dinner, drank some beers, and then went to the show. Was, the place we were at was like an hour and a half away from Red Rocks. Okay. Um, and the only reason I did that is because it was free. So, Fuck. um, so yeah, so that's we, not a bad drive to that day. No. Like an hour and a half. That's yeah. not a big deal. So yeah, it's the hour and a half there. The show ended, got back and then slept for a few hours, woke up at like seven in the morning and then headed back. Cause I had to be, Shit. I, cause I, I had that Monday off because you know, obviously I couldn't get back to work. Yeah. And, and uh, I couldn't justify more than two days off cause I didn't even have a real, a real backup at that point. Yeah. So I had someone who was just qualified enough to handle for a little bit until my real backup, my actual backup came in, Damn. but she couldn't work, you know, the next day either. So it's like, all right, fuck. So I, I got to get back. Yeah. That's your, the, you going to the red rock show that I wanted to go to that show so bad that this is why I'm going to the jawbreaker one yeah. is because I'm like, I'll never let that happen again. Like it's just travel, dude. Like it's just yeah. a couple, like well, I no, can't miss that. I have the biggest FOMO of like, and that was one of those things for me. Like, cause this was 2019. I had, yeah. just, I had just gotten into bad cop at this point. Okay. Um, I had, Tickets to see them at the the con or the the constellation room, uh-huh. and it's at the, the observatory. Yeah, and I had seen that they were added to the lineup for Punk and Drublick, and I'm like, ooh, you know, yeah, I, this would be cool. Like, there a lot Hell of great yeah. bands playing. There was a lot of great bands playing that day, and uh, I was thinking about it. And then when I saw them play that night, I'm like, all right, yeah, this is gonna happen. Yeah, like, that's cool. I went home that day. Um, the next day at work or the next time I went to work, I talked to my manager. I'm like, look, I'm going to need a couple of days off for, uh-huh. for this. And I didn't have a, my backup was she was in school, so she could only work part time. So we figured out a way to make it work so that I could get a day or two off. Yeah. So I could travel out there and go to the show. And once that was approved, I bought the ticket and my friend went out there. He didn't have a ticket for the show. He just went for the, the trip. Yeah. And then like the day of the show, He's like, ah, oh, fuck it, I'll go. So he bought a ticket, <sighs> and we, you know, we then we made the trick out. To and Red how Rocks. was it, dude? Like, was it worth it? Oh God, yeah, Red Rocks is absolutely amazing. Oh yeah, oh, dude. Oh man, I wanted like, to go to that shit. So that, that's one of those. That's one of those venues I've heard for years. Like, yeah, it's the best. You got to see, see a show in Red Rocks. And it's got to be like the it's, best. It's venue weird. Ever. 
punk a single punk show at a, at a place like that yeah. was was weird. Yeah, because there's no pit. There's no. Yeah, but no. it didn't stop people from trying to stop a pit. That's cool. you know like yeah. Well, and those people were getting thrown out left and right because oh, shit. you know the way they had it set up is you know it's it's the steps. Yeah, and they had like little barriers on the edge of each step, so like yeah. you, people fall over. But they they weren't sturdy enough. Like if you were leaning on a little bit, like they were gonna fall <laughs> over. Oh, like one guy was like. Like shaking one and like bent oh. the shit out of it, and the guy next to me was doing this. And next thing you know, security come, comes over. He's like, "You out?" And the guy's like, "What?" And he's like, "I just watched you just fuck that up." He's like, "You're out of here." Fuck, dude. But like, there are some people like you know a seat or two, or like a row or two in front of me, like trying to start a pit on yeah. the steps. It's like security guys like, "Yeah, I know you got to go." Fuck. Yeah, I'm trying to like that, that, you know th- th- those people looked like they were gonna die. <laughs> dude, know? yeah, man, it looks steep, dude. It is. I mean, yeah, like. It goes because it goes up real high. Yeah, like that. So there's right. there's a lot of that. Just got a pretty big capacity. For Everyone me. who's played it that I've talked to, they're like, dude, it looks like you're just playing in front of a wall of people. Yeah, and it, that's fucking rare. Like when when we first got in there, like because you know we went for the beer fest first, and then we we're drinking, and then I think Bad Cop was the first band on. Yeah. So we get up there, and we're sitting down watching, and I'm looking back, and it's like, okay, you know, like it goes way back, and there's not a lot of people there at this point, and then. By the end of the night, when it's like uh, Bouncing Souls are playing and yeah. me first playing, I turned around like that place is packed, like all the way up to the top. It's like, geez, that, that's a lot of fucking people here. Dude, I, yeah, I'm really bummed that I missed it. And I'm trying to like convince everyone in the world to go, man. Like if like if you're working, dude, just take the fucking day. If you want to go see a band like dude, there, uh, these bands aren't going to be around forever, dude. No. Like think it, about what we just went through too. Like yeah. we haven't go. I didn't go see a show for a long time. Yeah, if if I have the chance to go see another show at Red Rocks, I will take it. Yeah, I, so yeah. same here. I I wish this kind of this one in Denver would be there, but <laughs> it's all yeah. good. I can't miss the show though. It's fucking like the raddest Jawbreaker album. Mm-hmm. It's face to face and the Descendants. Yeah, that's a, that's a lineup right there. And. I want to go. I want to see if I could go stop by the blasting room and maybe even get some photos of like Bill in Bill Stevenson, the drummer of. He owns the blasting room. Um, it's a like a like a recording studio. Okay, it's like super famous. You know, like Descendants record there. Rise Against. Oh wow! No. Okay, so it would be dope to go get photos of Bill recording <laughs> or like whatever. Just at his studio. Yeah, that'd that's be awesome. in Fort Collins, so it's like a little bit of a drive, but yeah, fucking worth it if I can maybe get photos of the Descendants over there or <laughs> something. I don't know, dude. Those, those are just pipe dreams. But I've, I've got a friend that lives in Colorado in Denver. Yeah, or not? not he does not Colorado. Is he, I got a friend up there. I he's in Colorado. I don't. Yeah. I, I forgot. Um, I forgot what city it is. Um, and I was looking like when I was going out there, I'm like, I'm like, shit. If it's close enough, like maybe I can you know crash with him or see if he wants yeah. to go to the show, hang out. But you know, he was like four hours away. I'm oh, like, yeah, shit. probably not gonna happen. Yeah, I got a couple friends up there that were like, "Yeah, man, if you actually end up going, let me know." Yeah. I was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm going. I think, <laughs> I think, man, like, like I got the go ahead from my wife, no problem. Like, she doesn't care about mm-hmm. that. Like, she's super fucking cool about that shit. But she's like." Uh, just logistic wise, and she's like, yeah. I, "You can't drive out there by yourself." Yeah, like that's too far. Like that's too like, I'll fall asleep or some shit. You know. Yeah, it's always good having having company for a trip like that. Oh, for sure. You know, like, what, you know, when I went out there, like me and my friend Julio were taking turns driving. Yeah, and of course, <laughs> I'm glad, I'm glad and pissed off at the, one of the stretches I had to drive only because 
go the, the way MapQuest had me going, it took me down this like this really Good treacherous route. Uh-huh. Like this was like we were going on the side of this like mountain, like almost like a quarry. Yeah. Like it was like a drop down on the other side. Yeah. And it was supposedly a two lane street, but like there were stretches of it where it was like one and a half lanes. I know what you're talking about, I think. <laughs> yeah. It, and it was like, tw- you know, we were on that stretch for like 20 minutes. Is that so. Utah or Colorado? Like It was in Colorado. Okay. Um, and it, like it wasn't completely paved. There's a lot of like stretches of dirt. Fuck. I know. Um, I, I think I know like, exactly what you're like, talking about. I'm driving this thing. I'm like, I'm white knuckling this. Like, I'm fucking gripping mm. the steering wheel. I'm like, oh my god, like, this is like. And my friend, he he can get kind of crazy when he's driving. So I'm like, yeah. I'm thankful he wasn't driving at that stretch. Fuck. But at the same time, I'm like, I didn't want to drive, be driving that either. So when we're when we're heading back, like I'm watching the directions. Like, oh, let's turn here. I'm like, nope, no. I'm gonna just can you keep going? Because if I keep going, I can miss this part <laughs> and still get to the freeway. I know we'll be just fine. It took me maybe like a half hour out of my way. Oh, wow. It was was worth it just to not have to drive that stretch of road. Fuck. Yeah, so I'm encouraging everyone. If if you see a show, man, and you want to go to it, don't fucking hesitate. Just go. Yeah. Like, I know, fuck, you might miss out on work that day. You might miss 100 bucks or whatever. Or it might be hard to go to or who knows, man. But, like, fucking, like, these bands are not playing forever, dude. They're, They're playing. They've played for so long already. Like, we owe these fucking bands to go see them too. Like yeah, I face mean, to face. They just put out their last album. That's it. Oh, was this, was this their last album? Yeah. Well, the they said like they're going to tour and shit still, oh. but like they're not going to put out any more studio albums probably oh, wow. because they already have a hard enough time putting together a set list of, mm-hmm. you know, and they don't get to play all the songs. Like they don't play full albums of songs. Yeah. So, well, when you've got a, a hefty catalog, yeah, it's kind of hard. Yeah. Know? I've had that problem with, I, I even talk shit on Facebook <laughs> to the, to the bouncing souls. Like, uh, Oh, I saw you guys at punk and Drublick and, or not punk, uh, punk rock bowling. And you guys didn't play one fucking song off the two out uh, first two albums. And those are my favorites, whatever, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And there, and then Greg, the singer hit me back like, Hey dude, I don't know what you expect, but like, you know how, what, what kind of a hard time we have going through <laughs> our set list and, putting together set lists yeah. and like, oh, sorry if we didn't get your fucking song. And I was like, <laughs> I felt dumb. Like, but it's like true, man. Like, fuck those first two albums of the bouncy souls are my fucking favorites. Yeah. Like, I, and, and maybe the third one is dope. And then the fourth one I like, but it, it just goes downhill kind of for me. Yeah. It's one of those things like, you know, you gotta read like when there's so much music like that, you know, you gotta figure like, and you all, everyone has their favorite song and they all yeah. want to hear their one song. Totally. You know, and sometimes it's like a really deep cut that they don't ever play live yeah. and you're always gonna feel yeah. cheated. Like I never get to hear the song that I want to hear. Yep. Yeah. You, you gotta realize you're, they're going to get their biggest songs out of the way. You're going to hear usually those and you'll hear a few deep cuts, but yeah, especially with a band that's been around for 30 years yep. or longer. Yeah. It's tough. Who's man. got a lot of music, you know, you're not going to get everything you want to hear sometimes. I, I get that. And I was like, but come on, man. Like you got to at least play Argyle, dude. Like from <laughs> fucking maniacal laughter. That's like the, yeah. I don't know how they don't play that show. That song, every show. It it's, might be one of those songs that they played a shit ton of times. Already. I get, like, they yeah. Don't play, like, I like get no it. effects and linoleum, you know? Yeah. I, and I get, I get it for the most part, but I'm also the, the a fan that just, oh, yeah. I want to, well, uh, it's the same thing know? for me. Like, and even with a band that doesn't have a huge cat, like, like bad cop, there's, there's a handful of songs. I've never seen them play live. That's true. That I'd love to see that. They used to play live when, yeah. when they didn't have, you know, when they the, had all like the one material. Yeah. Like 
a lot of stuff from like from stuff from their their self-titled album mm-hmm. and stuff from not sorry like yeah. there's there's a few deep cuts off there that i really want to hear yeah I that i've that. never heard them play live yeah but you know i'm i'm thankful for the time i do get to see them so yeah i'm not going to complain about not getting to hear the one song i want to hear or the two songs i want to hear um but yeah like you're saying like Travel, there's something fun about traveling for a show, going someplace way out of your way, yeah, to go see a band that you love. You know, yeah, if you get the chance, go for it. Like the memory that you're going to make, the good times that you're going to have is yep. far out way that one or two days of work that you to take off. Totally, you like know. you're not going to remember those fucking days of work anyway, right? Nobody remembers the days of work unless something really shitty happens, and even then, you don't want to remember that. Yeah, and I get it, man. Like everybody, like for the most part, they need those days of work. Yeah, but it's like fuck, dude. Like you're not. You, like at the end, when it's all said and done, man, like I just know, like, fuck, I'm not even doing shit that week. So I'm, it's not mm-hmm. like I'm missing out on anything. Yeah. So I'm, I'm fine to go, whatever. But man, I just know if I had to like work and I missed that shit and like, I don't know, what are you going to say when you're, when you're fucking on your deathbed, dude? Oh, I'm yeah. fucking, I'm so glad I worked those two days. Right. Going to this fucking show. Yeah, like I'm, I'm thankful that I've got enough vacation time saved up, and that my my company likes me well enough that if I want to take some time off, yeah. they're pretty much gonna be like, "Yeah, go ahead." Yeah, you know. So, and now that you know this stuff, the concerts are back, and I've got shows to go to and people to go to shows with. Yeah, you know, it's easier to do this stuff now, like because I'm not opposed to going to shows by myself, but at yeah. the same time, I like having somebody to go with me. I, I do too. I feel for the most part, I've gone to so many shows by myself. I've my mantra or whatever. My, my thing is you never go to a show alone. Like mm-hmm. I'll go to so many shows by myself, but I go there. I'm always talking to well, yeah. like somebody. I, yeah. I mean, this is like for the longest time I hated doing things by myself, anything by yeah. myself, you know, going to the movies or, you know, going out shopping, like anything, doing anything up by myself. I, I dreaded like and yeah to the point where I wouldn't do things if I didn't have anybody to go with okay and especially when it came to shows because none of my friends really liked the music I was into okay so I didn't have you know options and stuff like for a while it was my brother because my brother you know he was into punk rock he got me into some of the stuff and yeah. I got him into some other stuff so I had him to go to the shows with for okay. a little bit here and there and then when he left yeah you know all of a sudden like there goes, you know, my oh, yeah, person. Definitely. So that's why I stopped going to shows for a long time because I didn't have anybody to go with. Yeah. It got to a point where I started getting better at being able to do things by myself mm-hmm. and, you know, go to the movies by myself. I, li- I like going to the movies by well, myself. Movie Pass really did that for me. Okay. You know, so I also like, I was going to the theater every week, just like yeah. seeing a movie and like sit by myself. For now I just don't like going to the theater. Well, I will go for, for big things. You know? I, yeah. I went and saw that new Spider-Man. Yeah. I've I've seen a handful of movies recently. I saw Spider Man, Ghostbusters. Um, I I see. I got Ghostbusters. I bought it here mm-hmm. uh, on digital, and then uh, like I have the best sound system, and <laughs> I have good comfortable chairs. I have yeah. my dog here. It, I don't have people talking. I don't have yeah. people on their phones. I don't. You know, it's like I've created such a good spot here too. <laughs> like I don't have yeah. to go. Like for me, like I mean, I worked the theater for years. Same and, here. Same you here. know. I have this, this, there's thing for me about going to the theater. It's like, a romantic thing, dude. It, like, it, I, it, yeah, it, there's, it, it's almost like a ritual thing. Like I love it. I love, I used to love it. And now yeah. I just, I don't anymore. Like people like, really ruined it for me. Yeah. You know, the popcorn, like that's one of the, like the smell of movie yeah, popcorn yeah. and the fake butter. Like, yeah. you know, that just takes me back. Um, 
unfrozen. For Christmas, I bought a fucking air popper. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's not as, I mean, the you have to like really kind of fuck with the popcorn, but I, we, it's healthier. We used to, have, we used to have an air popper way back in the day. Like, you know, uh, when I was a kid, my dad used to get tickets for baseball games all the time. Yeah. Um, through his, through the people's work. And so we, you know, when we knew we were going to a game, like we'd sit there and like, we'd pop up a bunch of popcorn you know, we'd get some like grocery bags and we'd just, like, yeah. we'd load up like that. We'd like <laughs> run like five, six batches of the air popper, like melted butter. And like we'd, we'd have our popcorn for the game yeah, yeah. and just That's like cool. roll into the game with like our bags of popcorn and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, like, I love that. That was, yeah, that's, that's my childhood right there. Like There's that something kind of magical about going to the theater too. Yeah. I, I just, it's, it's, and, and not that Nicole Kidman commercial kind of way magical. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just like that, 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 idea of sitting in a dark room like with a screen that's big like the size of your yeah, house yeah you know and the surround sound that yep. just like you can feel it you feel your bone shaking see i got that i got the surround sound yeah. now i got yeah, that you, and you i got that home yeah i got a pretty big screen it's not the biggest it's like a 52 or six, i don't know 60 something and and then I got the the lights that go on it, um, like on the back. Yeah, and it uh, has like a video camera on that hits that like checks the front out, mm-hmm. so, so it knows what color to put yeah. behind it. It's, I like, yeah, I like, I like that. Look. It's I didn't think I would like it that much, but I fucking love it. <laughs> yeah, if 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 it could work, if I could make it work in my room, I would. But the way I have my TV set up, I don't think it would work as well as it should. Yeah, no, it's pretty. I like it. It's cool. I mean, it was such a dumb purchase, <laughs> but. But hey, like I, I've got a friend that did something like that for his theater room, and uh, I watch so much shit too. Yeah, and not everything needs that kind of. Uh, no, I don't watch it for like if I'm watching like Succession, I'm not going to turn it on or a documentary. Yeah, no, I turn it on for like all the cool. Like, and then yeah. when you turn it on just for the cool shit too, it makes it like totally worth it. Yeah, definitely. It's like especially a little, that it's new, like a little treat. The the new Ghostbusters, like, it worked out so cool for yeah, that. that. Especially a movie that has like a like a really good color palette. Yeah, like a lot of you know colorful. That's what effects. sold me on it was uh, this. They showed Star Wars on it, and I oh, saw it, yeah. and I was like the lightsabers, and I was like, oh, okay, I'm gonna get that for <laughs> sure. Yeah, that'd be pretty awesome. But yeah, no, Ghostbusters was dope. Like you could see like the when it shot off like the fucking the, the proton, uh, packs. proton packs. Like you could see it. Like it was dope. <laughs> yeah, that is awesome. Right on, man. Well, fuck, dude. We we're at an hour and a half, dude. So uh, that, was, that was a good conversation. That was good, man. And uh, hopefully, uh, everyone didn't get bored. <laughs> Let's hope not, because we're gonna keep doing this. Yeah, every fucking. I don't know how. That's the thing too is um, I want to add a lot more to this show. Um, so I I want uh, guests are gonna be like here and there. Uh, me and Adam are gonna be on here most of the time. Um. I'm going to have some live performances coming up. I'm going to have comedians. I'm going to, I want to do other stuff. And then I want to have, uh, maybe even some segments of shows of like, maybe even doing like prank calls or, <laughs> or some, something like that. Or, um, I don't know. Well, I'll, I want to figure some stuff out, like not just have it where it's just talking, talking, talking. I want to do something different. Um, yeah, we're we're still. I mean, it's evolving. It's, yeah, you know, we'll. It's in the inf- infant stages, everybody. Yeah. So, it, we'll have some growing pains here and there, but you know, we'll we'll get there. Yeah. So, uh, I hope everyone uh, enjoyed, and we'll be back next time. And uh, this is not going to be put out every two weeks, or I don't. I don't know. I don't know when it's. Yeah. We don't have a. Set there's schedule no schedule yet. yet. 
And I don't even know if I want to have a schedule. I know people look forward to it. Like, like for me also, like I, I'm like, Oh, when is the Bobby Lee pop like podcast going to come on this week? And, um, you know, like there's the trash Tuesday one and I'm like, okay, obviously it comes out every Tuesday and I look forward to that. Mm -hmm. And I know people dig that kind of shit, but like there are people that do this as their job. Exactly. That kind of stuff. Yeah. You have to put out, you have to be putting stuff out on the schedule. And I want to start doing this as my job. I want to start making this as a job, but I, but, I, yeah, I not, hate set yeah. schedules like for and and I kind of want it to be surprised and, and like I said this is in its infancy so you can't just you know expect it to be exactly everything you want it to be right out the gate yeah so uh, everyone hang tight um, I, I really appreciate the listeners that are listening now I think we had like uh, 50 to 100 on the last one so awesome yeah it's was, it was pretty decent I haven't really yeah. promoted it at all yet I haven't started I, doing any of that really. I, I gave a batch of stickers to um, on Saturday. One of my friends from out of town was in. Oh, nice! So I gave him a stack of stickers. I'm like, hey, when you go back home, like, you know, start <laughs> handing these out, man. Put them up in places. Hell yeah, yeah! So. I want to start going to shows and start handing out stickers. Um, I'm going to start doing postcards. Uh, everyone who like signs up on the email, I'm going to send out like postcards or like a little calendar kind of thing. Nice, something you can put on your uh, fridge or something, you know. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. More merch is coming soon. Um, It's going to be a little slow, but possibly some giveaways or. Oh, yeah. We got, we definitely got, I have a ton of giveaways to do right now. Um, I'm, I'm like loading up like a crate (laughs) full of awesome giveaways. Um, I'm not going to divulge any of those yet because they go along with some of the guests that I have planned. Nice. Um, I will tell you guys one. I have, um, no, fuck it. I'm not gonna. No, never mind. <laughs> you can wait. Yeah, you guys can wait. It's uh, it, we have. There's some good guests coming up though. Uh, I don't know. It's hard to set up when some people want to go because they have like stuff they want to put out like soon. And now with COVID, nobody knows when they want to put it out. Mm-hmm. So that's gonna be a little difficult. But like that's why I think we're just gonna play it by ear for now. But yeah, look forward to the fucking give. The giveaways are fucking good too. Like they're not like. Um, there, there's some decent ones. Yeah, yeah. I have like some DVD give, or I have a. Um, I'll tell you guys one giveaway. I have Filmage, the documentary, the Descendants documentary on Blu-ray um, that I'm going to give out. So maybe that will kind of give a hint to maybe someone who's going to be on soon. Maybe. Um. So yeah, and then there's there's a ton of giveaways. I'm I'm compiling everything now. <laughs> and if you're a company or um. You have stuff and you want to send me some stuff to give away, um, by all means, hit me up. I'm happy to do a plug or. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Not, I'm not going to plug everyone. <laughs> well, not ever, but you know. But I definitely want to plug, you know, like people that I fuck with a lot, like um, like Stupid Rad Merch. I love those. I love those dudes. Um, yeah. uh, Gabby Chaos's merch company. Um, I want to plug her. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll start plugging all this stuff like more formally, like coming up. Yeah. But, um, do a little commercials or something. Yeah, grill them all hamburgers and Alhambra. <laughs> uh, if you have, if you guys haven't had grill them all, oh fuck, dude, you guys are fucking up your life. <laughs> go, go, get a burger. Any burger off the grill them all burger list is amazing. But more importantly, their French fries, the best mm, in the world. French fries. Yeah. So, all right, man. Thanks, uh, everyone. Listen, this is Billy. This is Adam. And uh, have a good night or day. <laughs>